Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Hey, welcome back, niggas, mm-hmm. to the show. I am Kid Fury. And I am Crystal. And this is The Read. This is indeed The Read. Well, shit. <laughs> Bitch, I'm pouring a drink. Fuck this. Um, Did you see this nigga just get on TV and declare martial law? Girl, I am... <laughs> Okay. So, I can't even believe it's only been a week. It feels like it has just been a month of sitting Mm -hmm. back, uh, watching trigger after trigger, just bullshit after bullshit, and so many brave people, uh still fighting to get what's right. It's just a lot of shit going on. I have been a river of motion. And, um... Yes. You know, we're still here. And I thought, um, why not still check in and try to have some fun with y'all? Uh, what's going on right now is incredibly... Um, serious and should be taken seriously, but I do think that we could use some comedic relief, a bit of a break, um, and obviously an opportunity to read. So, mm-hmm. that said, uh, today we're gonna do a mailbag, but it's going to be all reads, <laughs> just reads sent in from you guys, uh. That range loads of topics. Um, I called Crystal and said, let's just dive in there. Let's find some lighthearted ones, some more mm-hmm. serious ones, mix it up. Gonna probably start a bit lighter and then phase into the shit that you know we're about to talk about. Mm-hmm. And um, just take it from there, you know? And hopefully we have some fun. I feel like this is gonna be a bit of a shorter episode, but what the hell? That's girl. that's fine because shit is fucking crazy right now. And a lot of y'all are sick of y'all's kids. When I was going yeah. through the past the read box, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> the parents are done. <laughs> this is actually not a read. If you could just come and get them. <laughs> if you or anyone you know would they like to just have finished. my children. Yeah. Um 
But before I get into that, I'm still going to do Black Excellence. And today we are giving honor to two Black ladies. One is named Rima Shea Nelson. She is the first Black woman to be an officer for the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds. She's a public affairs officer. There have only been 332 officers since 1953, since the founding of the Air Force Thunderbirds. And um, she's the first Black woman to to be a part. And Mm. she said, even when people tell you no to your face, but your work shows where you should be, I think if you continue to work hard and go after what it is you want, you will achieve your dream. So shout out to her for Mm. flying high, literally. Also, congrats to Danielle Gathers, first Black woman to be the student body president leading the Undergraduate Association at MIT. Ooh, that's fancy. Computers and robots and shit. Yes, like... First, MIT is like older than America, though. What the hell? (laughs) What the hell? So, no word on when her... um, sickening black android will make its debut however um she did say to the school's paper according to because of them we can.com where i'm reading this quote someone asked if the ua president was a figurehead role i think no but minimally a black female in that role will squash every perception that mit is still mostly white and male a perception I've had. Minimally, the immediate Im- image of that will make MIT a more welcoming and inclusive place. Shout out to you leading the charge at a place that I likely couldn't even walk across the street from. So, <laughs> shout out to you, Danielle. Oh, shit. So, that is going to be our Black Excellence this mm-hmm. week, as well as all of you amazing people who've been on the front lines, all of our Black brothers and sisters who have been donating, giving back, petitioning, and uh, all of the above. Yes. And really just us for making it. Just Black people, if you made it through this week, bitch, <laughs> pat yourself on the fucking back because it was a lot. Yeah. If you got out of your bed at any point today, even to just go and use the bathroom, Jesus, brush your teeth or whatever. Yeah. Then you know what? Yes. Because this shit was a chore. But, you know, we here. You did that. Because, child, (laughs) I think I spent a good portion of yesterday just weeping. Just. You know. (laughs) Weeping. (laughs) It's like I just go lay down and cry every two hours. I just go lay down and cry. Like, it's just time. Oh, my God. The world is a shit show. Hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, 
crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. But we're not the only ones with feelings. Plenty of y'all do have them as well, of all kinds. <laughs> and in case you forgot, you can send reads of your own to us to possibly be read on the show. The email address is past3.gmail.com, where we are pulling your nonsense from today. Mm-hmm. Um, I will go first cool. with the one. Actually, I will just get this one out of the way. It's not even a read, but I laughed. Um, it says, this is from Megan and she says, it's not a read. I had to share my seven year old mother and her white husband have been sequestered at home for the entire month of March. Um, sidebar. I'm very happy. They took that Rona seriously from the very beginning. Her mother has some respiratory conditions and they're her most, her utmost priority. She says they've been watching tons of movies as part of their coronation. Here's an ex- excerpt from one of our phone chats this afternoon. Okay. So she wrote it almost like a script. It says from her mom. <laughs> okay. Her mama said, we watched a real good movie today. Criminology. What is that? Isn't that a TV show? No. It's a Tyler Perry movie. What? My, do you do you mean acrimony? <laughs> and it says here. <laughs> oh no. I've never seen the movie, just know about it from listening to y'all. Her mama said, Yes. It was real good. We really liked it. She then starts to ramble on about some scene where Taraji drives a truck into a mobile home. Correct. Yes. And becomes infertile. Which what? All right. <laughs> Me, sighing my head, hung in shame. (laughs) Well, did you figure out how Taraji got on the boat? Because two of my favorite podcasters have been deliberating on this for some time. And then it just says, Mom, bust out laughing. You all are literally the one reason I got out of bed today. Thank you for continuing on in these trying times. (laughs) So I love the fact that this, at this point, it's just a question. There's no answer needed. And we just laugh. (laughs) Because everybody who has seen it, and even people who haven't seen it, just know that that's funny. Because 
That, even Tyler doesn't have an answer. Right. Tyler was like, stop asking me about that. Which Tyler means... was literally like, girl, go and watch the goddamn movie. We're on a note like shit. Um, oh, well, shout out to your mama. That's funny. It's like she, it just occurred to her right then. Like, how did that bitch get on the boat? Right. Okay. So here's a real one. This read comes from Nana or NTN for not this nigga. <clears throat> NTN Nana reads uh, writes, this read is for someone I have never met, but I was subject to her ignorance, racism, and straight up Karenness. For a comment from a comment on a friend's Facebook post, my friend, a black woman, posted an article about how the Rona is disproportionately affecting and killing black people. She's a scientist and her job offered her free testing. She lamented at the fact this testing is not available for all black people, despite their socioeconomic status. Then Heather motherfucking Ashcroft. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, this is her actual name because she puts screenshots. I bet it is. Heather had the alabaster melanin deficient, but I have black kids ass nerve to comment. All lives matter. Oh, no. To which an intense over 200 comment dragging commenced. <laughs> interspersed with her racist, vulgar, sometimes unintelligible. No, really. I thought she had a stroke with one of her replies. Comebacks. Comebacks. Did she stop there? Oh, no. She had more. She then tagged her one Candace Owens, my relaxer didn't take black friend to back her up. Oh, my God. This jail tattoo, illegitimate sister of Teriyaki 69 looking neck tattoo, having microwave potato head ass, thin lipped, apple shaped, ugly, even with filters, mayo sapien, continued. Oof. She started telling the black people on the post how we are on welfare, didn't know our daddies, live in Section 8, always play victim, etc. I added some screenshots of her from some of the comments. She thought she was making us mad with her definitely not smarter than a fifth grader shit. This child was left behind. W. This t- child was left behind by W. Unintentional run-on sentence comments. Okay. Yet, this trash asshole posted her whole address and told anyone to pull up. The whole exchange is why I truly don't care for most white people, especially the ones married to black folks. I see you honky hellions for who the fuck you really are. I'm going out. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this kind of behavior. I see this kind of behavior more from beige she devils married to dumb niggas, because despite their infatuation with black dicks and literally birthing children that would that the world, especially the cops, will still treat as niggas. They don't give a fuck about black lives. They say they see their children, spouse, and one dumb black friend as exceptions to the rule, or maybe they don't. They still look down on us as a collective, and I can't help but think that this behavior is encouraged by the mate. This is not the first time I have seen a so-called down, pale witch woman become a ranting racist in a moment of anger or used as a defense mechanism. I'm tired of you alabaster motherfuckers and the black motherfuckers who fuck with you. They obviously don't correct this behavior and probably have the same feelings towards their own people. If all lives truly matter, why is it so fucking hard to care about an issue that disproportionately affects black people, especially a fucking pandemic. I would love to see this inbred looking bitch pull up to her husband's family reunion with this same energy. If the ancestors don't whip her ass, she won't because she doesn't have dinner and she's nothing but a wolf in dirty crack of sheep's clothing. I think you all have talked about this before, but it really pissed me off because no matter what happens to us, even if there's scientific evidence to back it up, white people don't give a fuck. They will always choose the safety and comfort of their whiteness and white supremacy over black lives, even the ones they created. I really need black people to realize and accept that. Fuck bitches like this. If this was 2003 me in college, I definitely definitely would have pulled up and beat a bitch ass just like I did that powder colored bitch who told me she was blacker than me just because she had a black baby and was oh fucking with God, niggas no. oh, so you have a history with 
these mm. types of ladies. And you, so you've pulled I up see. that up. Right. You mad, mad. Fuck all Karens, Beckys, Heathers, Sarah Beth. <laughs> <laughs> or the Miracle Whip militia. <laughs> and their one black friend. Okay. They're dumb. Okay. Um, stop inviting these hosts to the virtual cookout. She also says, P.S. Naker and Karen are spelled with the same letters. Coincidence? I think not. Stay woke. <laughs> okay. And I did look at the screenshots that you you showed are attached to this email. This woman looks exactly like Drew Carey. Like, uh, shut up. With a, with a perm and like no self esteem. It's always the most raggedy assholes who have all the nerve. It always is. So I'm not surprised. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. There's a reason I don't Facebook. <laughs> and yeah, and there's enough. a reason I unfollowed almost every white person I knew back when Obama got elected. I did that a long time ago because mm. they was cutting the fuck up then. So I'm just sorry you got caught in that stupid shit. But I'm not surprised. I can't believe she really posted her fucking address and told y'all to pull up like somebody wouldn't Bitch. actually just say, you know what? I actually would love to beat your ass. I haven't beat someone's ass in so long and I've just been ready and raring to go. And if so, I did pull up with however many niggas, what would you gonna do then? Exactly what would have happened. Oh, Lord. These bitches you be asking shot me? for it. <laughs> these bitches be asking for it. Anyways, that's my first one. All right. Thank you. Uh, what was her name? I forgot. Her name was Nana or NTN for not this nigga. Not this nigga. <laughs> yes, not this nigga. Let me add that to my bio. All right. I have one here from someone named Zach who said, my read is for the Animal Crossing community, specifically the anti-time travelers. Yesterday, I was sent a tweet <laughs> by one of my friends who doesn't play AC, but he knows how passionate I am about it. The tweet was attached to a 10-tweet-long tirade about how time travelers in the Animal Crossing community are fuck-ups, cancerous cunts, dipshits, and the scum of the earth. It's just it's just a video. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of people, this is my first Animal Crossing game, but I've been playing AC since it first came out on the GameCube. So I understand how personal it is to a lot of people. Some of us grew up with these games. That being said, I want to remind people of exactly what Animal Crossing is, a game. And I'd like to remind the person that sat at their computer, red in the face, body temp at an all-time high, damn near about to pop a vessel. You are a fucking adult. Grow the fuck up. I understand that to a lot of people, time traveling is considered cheating because it is, in fact, not how the game is meant to be played. But the thing is, what the fuck? (laughs) what the fuck does what i do in my game that i paid for with my money have to do with anyone else there are so many ways to prevent yourself from seeing spoilers like muting all the fucking ac hashtags because that's where most of them are so i don't understand why i'm a cunt and the scum of the earth for playing the game the way i want to play it I feel like if it matters that much to you, then you should just give me the $64.95 I paid for this game back. That's right. Refund me my money. And I promise you I will never play again. In fact, why don't you just refund me the whole $325 I paid for the Switch since what I'm doing is bothering you so much. But being that that will probably never happen, how about you either shut the fuck up and let people play the game however the fuck they want or find something the fuck else to do. It really sucks to see the Animal Crossing community become more and more toxic just because people are bothered by some shit that they don't even have to see and has nothing the fuck to do with them. Woo. All right. Thanks, Zach. (laughs) Zach, as an anti-time traveler myself, I have this to say. 
Um, I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's just a fucking video game. I think that, like, that person was clearly butthurt by the amount of people that have, like a space program and their fucking game and shit like that and it took them all of two days to build a government within their own self like niggas literally turned the turnip shit into a stock market called stock spelled like beanstalk or yep (laughs) (sighs) but I made a lot of bells off the stock market I ain't even gonna lie I tried and first of all you have to be up early on a Sunday I love God but let me tell you something (laughs) you do unless you time travel exactly and i'm not even interested in doing all of that i don't want to work mess with the inner workings of my shit and sometimes i do see other people i had seen other people's games and how far they were into it and how amazing their islands looked because they obviously were doing that and thought to myself damn i wish i had such and such and such and such but i have said before i like just going into it, doing whatever for that day, and then leaving it for the next day. Different people have different ways they want to play right. it. I actually feel like it would be less fun or more like, I don't know if cumbersome is the, the right word, but like, I'm not interested in putting in that much like at a time, especially because I play so many different things. So it's just fine to let people enjoy the fucking game that they spent their money on how the fuck they want to and if it bothers you so much like this person said just don't look it up and also spoilers nigga it's not HBO is the wire like girl it's not even it's not even much to be spoiled in Animal Crossing like nigga you literally chopping down trees and building stuff items people are like oh don't spoil this item that you can't get to you've played 300 hours or whatever newsflash calm down it's all random like <laughs> they're gonna be stuff that you have i got like an, an actual couch from one of those balloons, balloons. with the present on it uh-huh. i got like a big couch the, like the first or second week of, of me having in the game and i posted a picture of it and so many people were like where the fuck did you get this goddamn couch oh my god so it's like people are gonna just have stuff that other people don't it's right. a video game calm the fuck down and play the shit the whole and it's one of the chillest childlike exactly it is so colorful relaxing games it's so pure yes (laughs) i can't imagine how you play animal crossing and cunt somehow entered your (laughs) brain (laughs) like i just don't get it except that photography nigga i don't know about him he's a little sketchy Which photography maker? The one who has his own island where you can go take pictures. Oh, Harv. Yeah, I don't know about yeah. Harv. Harv's Harv called sketch. me this morning and I was like, girl, I don't care about yes, wedding season. he called us too, talking about come over. Bitch, we do not care. No, I'm not <laughs> going to do that. <laughs> not at all. But shout out to June. You can catch sharks now. I'm so excited. Oh, yes, I, I already caught, um, I caught a mosquito and a firefly last night yeah exciting yeah and i just also don't think there's a such thing as cheating when you're not competing against anybody here's the thing okay well a that's fair <laughs> but b it's not a I, race. I refuse <laughs> it's not an esport it's like i don't know about anything for money like you literally are not competing against anybody but yourself in the game and even that is like how fast can you catch a fish so like 
What are y'all crying about? But for a lot of people, the big fun of the game is, look what I have, bitch. Look at my island and this and that. And so when you feel behind, I guess you'll get upset or you might feel inferior or whatever. But let me tell you something. I have seen people's designs and islands that I know even if I did time travel, I will never have that level of creativity. No, and no. that's just fine. Because like, yep. so. some of those people are real life designers. And like, so they have put together some incredible shit. I saw someone who was using like the, I don't even know what that system is called, like a breaker or something. Like they use a whole bunch of shit from the fucking Nook's Cranny store and built something on their island that legitimately looked like Tokyo. Like I had yes, never I seen. Yes, I saw that too. It was completely a city. It did not look like yes. an island at all. That was crazy. I have seen that one. So, like, get yeah. out of your feelings and just enjoy the fucking game. Like, girl, it's not supposed to be, you know, right. it's not supposed to be filled with anguish. Just have fun. It's and not they that don't, big of a fucking They deal. don't charge to time travel. If you're that jealous, you can just time travel, too. <laughs> they yes. You can just do it. Like, my museum, I collected, when I got that little shady-ass fox on my island, I time traveled over and over until I filled up all the art in my fucking museum. And I don't care how yeah. nobody feels about it because Who I cares? wanted to walk in the museum and see all the art. Right. <laughs> so, so that's what the fuck I did. Y'all just gonna have to get over it. So thank and you. And like Zach. on top of that, I also feel like they had to have to known being as old as seeing as how old the switch is and how it works. And that this mm-hmm. is like the 300th animal crossing that that is something that people would do. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like the developers of Animal Crossing are like, how dare you ruin the gaming experience of such and such and such. Mm -mm. They actually, that's why they make it easy for you to time travel. Actually, they have, I noticed this because I have done it so much that um, they have done this. They have set the game up deliberately. I don't know the words coded or wrote or whatever, but (sighs) it saves certain things as like being done for the day or completed. And even if you go back in time, it doesn't erase the fact that you did that. And I'm like, they did this on purpose. The only thing you really get punished for is time traveling backwards when you have turnips because then they'll rot automatically. But anything else, like you can just say, you can buy a painting, save, come back, restart the day and buy another fucking painting. Like they, (laughs) they know what they're doing, girl. They don't give a shit. (laughs) It's not that big of a deal. It's not. It's not. (laughs) Okay, thank you, Zach. Yes, thanks, um, Zach. That was great. This next one is a bit different. It comes from Nessa. <sighs> <laughs> okay. All right, Nessa. We ready. Nessa said, I came across this letter from a student. And then she posted a photo of a letter from a six-year-old student. That, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go in the inbox and look for it. <laughs> I don't know if this is directed towards her, but I'm assuming it is. Whatever. Anyway, I'm going to read the picture from this. <laughs> it says, Dear Miss Jones, I am angry of you because you took 25 of my hummingbird bucks, all because I was talking to Connor. <laughs> That's no big deal. I am only six. I can't be quiet all the time, and that makes you a thief and and crook. (laughs) And you are going to hell. (laughs) Real hell, the burning one. Oh, my God. (laughs) Because you a thief. 
I worked hard for those bucks. And my only prayer in chapel today was that you, was that God gets you to hell fast, super fast. <laughs> and, <laughs> this is the part that set me. And your new haircut is bad, real bad. <laughs> Isaiah, let me tell you something. Isaiah wants his goddamn hummingbird bucks, and he wants them now. Okay, bitch, you better sleep with one eye open because Isaiah's not fucking with you. What are this had me (laughs) crying? This must be some kind of school thing where they get rewarded for good behavior or whatever, and they can spend it in the cafeteria or something. (laughs) Right. I'm assuming it gets you like snacks or colored pencils or some shit like that or whatever yeah something like but that. isaiah was like first of all i'm six like i <laughs> he literally said i can't be quiet all the time and spelled quiet q y e t here's the thing that's really great about this that first sense. of all amazing read Fant- like Really, I a aspire. One. Yes. <laughs> like, this was a fantastic Got read. you together, girl. Ate you right on up. Also, I appreciate the fact that Nessa did not transcribe this and simply said, I'll let it speak for itself. Because there's a certain... <laughs> there's a certain level of charm because it is... It literally looks like a six-year-old wrote it. Like, the penmanship, the misspelled words that are cute because a six-year-old read it, wrote I it. I see it. I just found um, it. Unlike when Tyrese misspells words. So, it's like, this, I was lit, like, I'm telling you, I was in tears when I read this shit. Like, oh my god it really is i hope god gets you to hell fast super fast he said real hell the burning one and called her a thief twice and a crook and then and then said your new haircut is bad real bad oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck Oh, shit. I wasn't ready. <laughs> Isaiah, Isaiah said, bitch, Ooh. you thought that I was getting up out of here before I addressed Ooh. that haircut that you thought we didn't notice. It's a mess. You're a mess. And I want my money back. Okay, Miss <laughs> Jones, you're going to ask me. When Isaiah see you again, he's going to beat your ass. <laughs> I just hope you know that. He is going to whip your ass. <laughs> this was one of the funniest. Like, I, like, I needed this. Oh, God. And... I got it. We should post that image because y'all really don't get how funny. Like I was funny. gonna ask. Yes, like, can but then we? when you look at yes, because it says Miss Jones and Isaiah, those are very common names. I say let's right. do it. There's nothing private on it, and it's just so much funnier to see it in his little angry six-year-old handwriting. Because you know he was big pissed. Like, yeah, I'm opposed. I don't want you tomorrow. to think I'm saying go to hell. You know, like everybody else say it, and it's just a euphemism. I mean, take your raggedy ass to yeah. Satan's land. <laughs> and burn for eternity (laughs) like he said real hell (laughs) and then said in case you think I'm joking I had one prayer in chapel today (laughs) let me tell you what it was oh shit oh god okay all right that hurt my rib (laughs) fuck okay 
Woo! Thank you, Nessa. And thank you, Isaiah. Because Lord knows I needed that. And you know what? You stood up for yourself and what's you right. Because you, you can't be quiet all the time. That nigga said, I'm six. Like, what do you want from me? I am six. Okay. Uh, but still, sir. Like, okay. All right. Um, This one doesn't even have a name attached. She just says tired. All okay. Right. Mood. And it says... This is for all the mamas who are over Rona and the inability it has caused for us to get a damn break. I can't even drop my kids off to my mamas or my sisters to catch a breather. So this is on behalf of all of us who are frustrated, tired and overwhelmed and cannot say it because we supposed to be superheroes, which we are. But today, fuck that shit. We are tired. We do not care that y'all are cute on today. I do not want to get up at the crack of dawn to feed y'all's asses. Please, for the love of God, stop jumping on me when I'm trying to sleep before I have to lock you little nigglets outside. I want to... <laughs> I want to lay in the bed until I am good and ready to get up without baby feet and faces all in mine. No, I do not want to fix three different lunches because y'all don't want to eat the same things. Fix your own damn lunches. Woo! Hell, y'all can eat cereal all day. I do not care. Also, I no longer want to share my personal space and would thoroughly enjoy using the bathroom on my own without being called or interrupted by knocks on the door. Leave me alone and let me shit in peace. No, no, and for the last time, no, I do not want to share my snacks. No, you cannot have ice cream for breakfast. No, I will not play with you. No, I don't want to see the dance move you made up for the thousandth time. No, I don't want to see the picture you drew. No, I don't want to hear your story don't ask me for shit ask your damn daddy that's right go ask that nigga for all the things so i can get some damn peace of mind i am tired lastly when i say it's time for bed get your asses in the bed and go the fuck to sleep (laughs) i do not want to wait another two hours until y'all are asleep to smoke my weed i want to do it when i want now go to bed and leave me be signed a tired of cooking and cleaning mama let me tell you something. Mm. Every bit of that was my mama. And <laughs> especially when it comes to, oh, but I don't want that. Or I had that last week. And so I'm not, I don't have a taste for it. Let me tell you something. We literally I made it. one thing. And you're lucky I made this. Now, <laughs> I'd say that this is your option, but it's the only one you have so i guess you don't have an option you can eat this or not eat and sometimes she would just come in with that hot and ready and drop that pizza right on the table i'm talking about plop it right there on the kitchen counter in case the girls uh needed to eat tonight don't even come up to me and ask me a question <laughs> leave me the fuck out of it we almost never ate out my mama cooked all the time but she did not take requests like yeah no it wasn't <laughs> like you could say oh i really want some hamburger helper and if we have hamburger helper she might make it but right. one of y'all can't ask for that and the other one asked for spaghetti and think both of y'all getting this what you want because that's not happening <laughs> whatever mama made is the dinner and so you either gonna eat it or you not but that is the dinner she would sometimes ask for like a birthday or yes, on your like birthday. Christmas. On your birthday, you could pick what was, but even then, what the birthday person picked for dinner was what everybody else had. Like it's like exactly. If it's not your birthday, <laughs> bitch, you sol. Like 
she's simply not making two different lunches for all these niggas or three it's like she got three kids hell no y'all got to get the fuck out my face it's just not going to happen sorry y'all gotta go i feel for you sis i hope they went to bed on time so that you could just I truly do. unwind and smoke some weed because as hard as this shit is i know it's got to be a million times harder for people who are taking care of others so yeah if it helps like there's a very great chance that they will eventually grow up, whether they have kids of their own or not, and totally get yep. why you were all but pressing the bridge yep. of your nose up against theirs and being like, <laughs> you know something? <laughs> I love you and everything, but I hate you. <laughs> like, I need I really, mommy really needs you to go sit down somewhere. She really, really needs that. <laughs> like, how do you not just yell, can I shit? May I shit? Like, Are you niggas gonna let me breathe ever? The answer is no. I'm sorry, girl. Best I can't imagine. To I was gonna say, I can't imagine being harassed while I'm on the toilet or whatever, but my dog definitely does it. Uh, I mean, even when I go to Jade's, Noah be like, look what I can do and all that other shit. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's cute for me because I don't see you every day, but Jade be like, yeah, I'm going home. I'm gonna go in the back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to play Barbies no more. I have done that 80 times today okay um oh it's my turn all right it is so this comes from meg this is another meg i think we had one earlier and meg says hi y'all i'm a former hostess for a fine dining restaurant because the owner has stationed the front desk facing the men's room i have seen some wild wild oh no (laughs) oh no (sighs) So my read goes out to those cisgendered, mostly white, and very likely straight men who don't understand the importance of hygiene. A few weeks ago, just before all the restaurants were forced to close their doors, I witnessed pure stupidity from the safety of my front desk. A white man, let's call him Robert, walked into the men's room. Now all the bathrooms give a weird silhouette through the glass door. I can clearly see this man is using the urinal. Whatever, I go back to mind my business. A moment later, I hear, the f- I hear it flush and the bathroom door unlock. I look up to see this man wipe his dry ass hands on his faded bootcut jeans. He then z- bootcut sent me over the line. He then zipped up his pants <laughs> and walked back to his table. Oh no! What the fuck I'm is wrong with you? Everything. Let's give the fact that you ignored the giant bronze sink with dragons carved around the rim. Don't know how the fuck you missed that, but we'll get back to it. The only reason I can think of as to why you wiped your hands on your jeans is because you got pee on pee your on hands. Pee on them. Oh, God. Ugh. And if you had pee on your hands, why wasn't your first thought to wash your goddamn hands? You're nasty. It was in all caps, obviously. Yeah, I did. And now your whole family is nasty by association. There's a lot of difficult things you have to do in the world, like living in the U.S. between 2016 and 2021, as well as accepting that broke-ass tax return most of us got this year, and watching Steven Universe deal with chronic anxiety and loneliness is fucking difficult. But washing your hands properly is one of the easiest things you can do. In fact, it should be in your automatic behavior. It literally takes less than a minute. All you gotta do, sir, is motion those liver-spotted knees up to the sink. (laughs) Turn on the water. Yes. Pump that soap and sing Love on Top for 20 seconds as you lather. And if you're not familiar with Beyonce's discography because you're, well, a heathen, you can follow those, you can follow these simple steps to the top 40 on any of your favorite easy listening stations. I promise you, you will walk out a new man because you won't be covered in urine and fecal matter. Lastly, 
This also goes to the dudes out there fucking my hoe friends. I'm tired of hearing how my homegirls had to cancel yet another dick appointment because your nether region smelt like dial hand soap while the rest of your body smelled like outside and B.O. You're nasty. I'm gonna need y'all to stop trying to dish out sink dick. So many of y'all do this shit. You wash your sweaty Planet Fitness balls in warm water over your mama's sink with the soap from the dish tray. He should either get that ass into the shower and lather the fuck up head to toe crack and all mm-hmm. or... yes. He can throw the whole dick away. Just throw it away. You already know what to expect with sink dick. He's going <laughs> to eat you out. <laughs> oh, no. He's going to eat you out for 30 seconds, if that, and expect you to put up with his sweaty nuts for an, an hour, if that. If he doesn't take the time to care for his body, he sure as hell isn't going to take care of yours. I can't stress this enough to you, cisgender hetero fuckheads. Your dick is not made of soap and your jeans aren't paper towels. So wash your fucking hands and the rest of your fucking body accordingly. <laughs> Kindly, Meg. P.S. Even though I lost my restaurant job, I already left to another country with far less COVID cases. A bitch has asthma and needed free health care. I'm out. Oh, Peace wow. emoji. So you just going to rub it in our face then, bitch. You over there breathing free, not under this yeah, I'm not even fascist mad. regime. No, I'm not mad. I'm jealous. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Bitch, where my flight? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been new men are disgusting. And we just, we, white people were tweeting last year about how they didn't know people washed the lower half of their bodies. So... <laughs> The lower half so none of, that of the me. bodies they walk around in. Yep. Every day, just three shades browner than everything else. Because why? it wasn't even like a guilty admittance. <laughs> this was like, oh, I thought everybody just washed their arms. <laughs> and just let the soap trickle down, bitch. Woo, that's why y'all smell like that when it rains. Ugh. Disgusting. <laughs> and soft. All right. This next one comes from Mazda, who says, this goes out to all the parents in the world that I'm seeing complaining about having to teach their children during this pandemic. We educators all know that you are not used to spending so much time with your kids. Yes, we we know that your children are what we may call boisterous or inquisitive, (laughs) but you now understand that that means off the fucking wall and they cannot sit the fuck down or shut the fuck up for one damn minute. As the second parent in your child's life, the one who counsels them, the one who teaches them so many life skills, the one who is literally with them five times more than you, a little fucking respect should now be coming our way. She's a teacher, if that wasn't painfully clear. (laughs) Yeah, the fact that I see parents asking to be paid instead of educators for doing work with their kids at home is beyond right now. Do y'all fucking think we like doing online learning? For the most part, we have been told expectations and instructed on what is supposed to happen during this time. Do you think we fucking like Zoom? I don't. <laughs> I don't know why that took me out. It's like eight question marks. Right. And especially as a high school teacher, it is so fun to stare at ceilings in random rooms or never see the kid's face at all because they don't want to clean their room or brush their hair to be on camera. (laughs) This entire situation sucks for all parties involved, but we have had to completely change the way we think, operate and plan our subjects online. And this is not exactly a skill that most of us were taught. I am thankful for any contact I have with my students and especially my poor seniors who are so in their feelings about this time that they can barely even respond to an email. Your children are our lifeblood. Their smiles, jokes, ridiculousness and even their off the wall energy is all missed. So to all of those parents, when the next ballot comes out with a bond or a tax that will help raise the salaries of our educators who are, for the most part, the fucking working poor, 
please vote yes. We want to see your kids again and we want to be their teachers. Sincerely, Mazda. Oof, child. Mazda. A lot of parents got a reality fucking check. <laughs> they did. They realized the teacher was not lying all this time about their child. I saw a letter in the inbox from one person who was reading parents who were flat out coming to the school like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm not an essential worker. I just don't want to do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I didn't pull that letter. I don't know why. I think maybe it was kind of short, but they said that like, <laughs> like flat out have people come in like, yeah, I'm just not going to be able to. Really for it's me. not yeah. what I signed up for. I'll be back <laughs> to pick up such and such. Later this evening, like girl, if you no. and and Billy don't get the fuck up out of here, that's crazy. Yeah, a lot of parents mm-hmm. are like, if they didn't flat out know it and could admit it, are realizing yep. that that uh, um these teachers were really taking a huge load off of their. <laughs> Oh, y'all know it now. Trying to work and teach at the same damn time is not going well for a lot of people. So, you know, hopefully this just convinces everybody in the working class, everybody who has to clock in in order to pay their bills to understand that we are all on the same side. Parents and teachers don't need to be beefing. Y'all need to be coming together to make sure that everybody is working in the best interest of these kids. Amen. Amen. Because I know y'all tired of them fucking kids. I know it. I, I just, I think <laughs> I it's just it. like, that's a whole mind fucking itself. Because as much as I would be over my children, I would also be incredibly like stressed and anxious about the safe, their safety. Like, right. Cause there's still so much going on. Both of these fucking viruses. So mm. I just, good luck to all of y'all. My heart goes with all of you folks at home having to raise and educate your children now and work. And on top of that, they're asking you for an additional fruit roll up and you have to not (laughs) fight them. Like you can't square up. Not on camera. Not on camera. So I don't know. Oh my God. I saw another one. I don't know if I pulled it or not, but it was from a lady who said that she thinks her six year old redid her room while she was in zoom school on camera because she knew her mama wouldn't beat her ass on camera <laughs> and then it's shit like that it's then it's like they get to an age where they when know they how to play you, you. Right. yes <laughs> and like i know a part of you is is just like wants to fight them because how dare they and another part of you is probably slightly impressed like <laughs> That was actually quite witty. Now, yeah, like, all right, <laughs> you had one, bitch, but let me get you together. Right, <laughs> so crazy, cute. love it. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back with some more of these in a moment. Hey guys, so being stuck at home definitely gives you an opportunity to take inventory of your closet, see what's going on in there, stuff that you might want to replace or, you know, sell or maybe your ex's stuff that you want to cut up. All I'm saying is you're probably going through there and looking for some new stuff to add to your wardrobe. For all the styles and pieces that you're realizing you're missing, you can turn to ThreadUp where you'll find a vast selection, low prices and convenience ThreadUp is the world's largest online thrift store with up to 90% off estimated retail. You can get insane deals of thrifting with the convenience of shopping online, which is something I love to do even when I'm (laughs) 
not confined to the house. So go and get you some bargains, you know, and today you can get an extra 30% off of your first order at threadup.com slash read. You can get items in high quality condition. Sometimes they even are still tagged when they're delivered to your door. Mm-hmm. So go and check it out. I know I've been able to get lots of stuff like some Nikes and things like that at crazy low prices, like $5 and shit like that. So go and get you something fancy. Maybe it'll just make you feel good to put on some fresh new stuff, get the styles you love at the fraction of the price you'll look and feel good with thread up and for read listeners you'll get an exclusive offer an extra 30 percent off of your first order at threadup.com slash read that's t-h-r-e-d-u-p.com slash read for 30 percent off your first order threadup.com slash read 30 percent off terms apply let them know we sent you and let's get back to the show okay so we're back, and it is now time for some more reads. We're yes. doing our... Is this the first time we've done an only read episode? It is. It is the first time. But, you know, ah. I think the, the situation calls for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that I had seen people ask for something like that before, so... Oh, yeah. They were all in my mentions just today, talking about they wanted to all read episodes. So I think they... Their third eye is working. And, honey, Isaiah's letter alone was really... <laughs> all that I needed. <laughs> Isaiah said it could have been its own episode. I didn't really give a fuck about any of this pop culture shit anyway. There's nothing to talk about. I mean, I did see that that um, Faith Evans allegedly got arrested for putting hands on Stevie J. And the first thing I said is she's innocent. So, <laughs> I need I mean, to I, don't, <laughs> I need to hear more details about that. I don't condone domestic violence of any kind. I'm just saying... We met Stevie J. I think yeah. we were around. We were, it was even five minutes. And I'm gonna I need think to we hear both, both sides. tried yeah. very hard not to also put hands. So that was all I'm the, saying is. <laughs> the last time we did an interview that we didn't really want to do. That was the last time. Yeah. First, First and last. And last. Yeah, yeah, that was it. <laughs> mm. All right. Um, this next read comes to you from Seely. And Seely says, I've been working an office job in a factory for the past four years, and it has been nothing but hell. I was only there for about three weeks, and the warehouse workers, none of whom I knew personally or had any interactions with, were talking shit about me all day long. I found this to be extremely strange. It wasn't just the warehouse workers, but the janitorial staff would come into the office and say slick things under their breath about me. For the life of me, I had no idea why this was happening. This nonsense ain't at me for all those years, causing me to slip into a deep depression over who could possibly have that much hatred for me and that my very presence angered them so much. It seemed like they were trying to get me to quit my job, despite the fact that I keep to myself and don't bother anybody. Well... Lately, there have been clues that have led me to believe that the old, dusty, musty nut mofo that trained me is the one that has nearly an entire warehouse of people I don't know talking greasy about me because his 1,000-year-old ass knows that he can't ask me out because he will most definitely be told hell to the motherfuck no. When I started working at this location, Mr., hence the Sealy, was manager of the department I got hired to. Before that, he was a warehouse manager. Apparently, the minions in the warehouse love this dust master like he was the Pied Piper, and they're his ignorant band of loyal skanks. After two years of sharing an office, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. went back to the warehouse. The ignorant band of skanks have, having been going in on everything from have been going in on everything from how terrible my hair is to how much everyone hates me. What gave me pause is that Mr. was allegedly crying in his office about how he is in love with me and that he didn't want 
anyone to like me. The straw that forced my hand to forge this read is the fact that the warehouse minions have been going on heaven heavily how no good I am. One of these hoes had the audacity to say there is no hope for me. Oh. Sis, it is not my fault that I'm thick as hell and my dark melanin skin is popping. Mr. is white, at least 20 plus years older than me, and has adult children who were born before I was old enough to give birth myself. I'm not only not attracted to this man, but I'm sickened by the entitlement these sort of people feel over us. He's in love with me, but has empowered these trash bag individuals to try to ruin my self-esteem as if that is going to make it easier for him to be able to talk to me. No, I was not going to confide in him when my father died last year when almost everyone in a location is trashing you on a nearly daily basis smart people know not to develop friendships i wanted to write this read to let mr know you will be lucky to get a high out of me going forward because that was dusty of you to encourage people to hurt my feelings because you don't want me to hook up with someone else jokes on you at least two guys in there have given me their phone numbers and the nice guy who operates one of the black the back machines gave me a friendly peck on the cheek getting closer to me than i will ever allow you (laughs) also two years ago denzel washington not his real name was hired we've had our eyes on each other since day one (laughs) not his real name (laughs) denzel knows how how you feel about me denzel doesn't allow the minions to talk shit about me when he's around denzel is not with the shit and i will be shooting my shot with him because i got nothing to lose so fuck you you old crusty crip creeper looking ass cracker Kiss my... I'm surprised I got through that sentence without slipping up. Kiss my nappy-headed natural hair having dark-skinned black ass. One of the administrative assistants was into your ass, cooking you lunches and bringing them into your job. You dissed her due to your delusions of grandeur like you were going to make it seem as though the minions were the enemy and you thought you were going to play Captain Save-A-Ho. I wrote this to get this off my chest. I don't care if this read get if this gets read out loud or not. So goodbye. So long. <laughs> PC later and thanks for all the fish. That's a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference. Sincerely, Seely. Okay. So Seely has an older white man who works at her job who basically wants to get with her because she's fine and knows that he doesn't have a snowball's chance. Not at all. And um, he's decided to move uh Move about it by trying to get all the other niggas in the fucking warehouse to also hate this girl. So she like, has, uh, but she's fine. So, <laughs> and sir, I don't know what kind of men you know, but they'll still hook up with her, <laughs> even if they don't, even if they like you and know that you don't want them to. Like she says, she right. already got two phone numbers, and she and Denzel are working on their future. So. <laughs> I mean, if it's one thing old white men have, it is the motherfucking audacity. Every mm-hmm. single time they have it, it's never in short supply. You don't have to look very far for them to pull it out. So, not him Ooh. crying on the job because she don't want his ass. Not him having kids before you were even old enough to give birth, like them kids being grown or whatever. Ugh, sir, get the fuck on somewhere. Ugh, yuck, Men gross, nasty, nasty and disgusting. Well, here's a read from somebody else about their job. It's from Martin, and he says, This read is for my dumbass job. I work for AT&T in Texas, and I don't know if y'all know, but that bitch-ass Abbott decided to start reopening the state for some unknown reason. And my job decided that we would open back up like normal and just let anyone into the stores like there isn't a fucking global pandemic happening and still going on. You prioritize money over the health and safety of your workers who are making you the money you so desperately cling to, 
while you sit in your multi-million dollar homes safe and sound with your families and not one fuck given about the people working if heaven forbid mm, if heaven if heaven forbid i get the corona are you going to pay the half a million dollar medical bill i'm sure to incur by having to go to the icu didn't think so you'll probably pull the bitch move and say it was my fault somehow or that i wasn't practicing safe guidelines and then promptly fire my ass for missing work due to being sick i don't hope anyone dies from this but to you ceos and bosses out there i hope you never have to feel the pure panic the frontline workers have to deal with on a daily basis only to find out that your bosses who endlessly say how much we are family and we have to take care of each other do absolutely nothing for you but worry about lining their own pockets while we continue to put not only our health but the health of our families on the line fuck you thanks martin when you want the best you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead it's like if you're hiring for your business you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up so what's the best way to do that we've told you it's your girl zip recruiter zip recruiter finds qualified candidates fast honey and right now you can try it for free girl at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment so amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important black stories black truth is a celebration of blackness from npr each of npr's black voices are distinct varied and nuanced as the black experience itself you can get things from bobby schmurder to the wire michelle obama to reparations there's no limit to the range of black stories black truths Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Well, Martin. listen, and that applies to all these huge fortune companies. If your employer is posting billion dollar profits or multi million dollar profits, 
and sending you out there to face the virus and every fucking thing else going on while they sit at home and have Zoom meetings and shit. Like we can bitch about Zoom, but every single person who has to spend all day on Zoom would rather do that than go work at AT AT&T in a retail store or go bag groceries or be a cashier or something else that we call essential, even though we don't actually give a fuck about these people. I'm so glad to see more people realizing like, hey, these niggas are working the fuck out of us, putting our literal lives in danger, even though they have more than enough money, more money than they could ever spend in a lifetime. Right. And they just don't care about us. If you die, they will hire somebody fucking else. Right. Woo. And somebody else probably quite easily because people need yes to work. But people only need to work because of this fucked up system we have. Exactly. There's more than enough money in this country to let everybody sit the fuck at home while we deal with the Rona. There is. But the billionaires and the huge hundred millionaires and all that, they have no desire to come up off of anything even close to a fair tax rate. And that is why people are fucking revolting now. Because how long can you rob the people who made you wealthy? How greedy can you really get? The bottom has to fall out of this bitch at some point. Mm. It's just so ridiculous and like crazy to think about and a list on a list of so many what the fucks that are still somehow and disappointingly not surprising. Mm hmm. Exactly. It's just trash. This next one comes from Maxine, and Maxine says, Hey, Kid Fury and Crystal, I listened to last week's episode. This is an older letter, so it's not necessarily last week's, but where you both discussed a little black girl who was asked by a white girl to pass the skin-colored crayon. I remember talking about that. Crystal responded, White kids talk like that in 2020, and I hopped right on my laptop to write this email. <laughs> She was like, bitch, let me tell you something, bitch. Actually. Um, (laughs) Go off, girl. She says, I substitute at a predominantly white charter school in North Carolina. And sweetie, my thoughts are with you. (laughs) That is coming from me. Like, Maxine. Yeah, that's a lot, girl. Girl, I'm okay. She says, a few weeks ago, I was covering a first grade class while they finished their black history projects. Imagine my surprise when I walked around to examine their work and saw the majority of the class was referring to black people as black skins. I was very disturbed by this and frankly disgusted. I understand the children are young, but someone taught them that. I immediately got a distaste for Mrs. Stepp, whose class I was covering, and side-eyed every future racist mini-human that comfortably used the term black skins. To make matters worse, many of the little girls kept touching my hair without permission and kept asking questions like how does your hair stand up like that or why don't you straighten your hair i repeatedly informed the girls that it is inappropriate to touch other people without permission recommended the use of black people instead of black skins and i gave a mini lesson on natural hair i thought i did a good job of channeling my frustration into a teachable moment until this little bitch named El Elizabeth. <laughs> and yes she's yep. a little bitch because she kept wiping her nose and then trying to touch me Raises her hand later on in class to ask me if all black skins had natural hair. I rolled my eyes so hard and ignored oh, her. Oh my god, y'all are boring. Because <laughs> I did not have the patience to undo the ignorance that was bouncing around in her head. I could have hopped across that colorful carpet and gave her uh, gave her behind a much needed ass whooping. Could have, but that wasn't my battle to fight. Shame on you white people who had the nerve to raise your children in the year of our Lord 2020 to refer to black people as black skins. Do we call white people white skins? Hell no. 
But from now on, this is how I will refer to white skins until I'm taught differently. <laughs> yes, I'm petty. Sorry, not sorry. P.S. Children are gross. White skin children are grosser. <laughs> Then she said, please use an alias. Your girl is trying to get her PhD at a white skin school next year. Oh, well, then, yes, you need a fake name before they <laughs> kick your ass right on out that PhD program. That children are gross took me right out <laughs> because children are disgusting. Yeah, That's they why really they had to shut gross. school down because the virus would have spread like crazy through them. Kids. Oh, my goodness. They are disgusting. They just sneeze. They just yeah. sneeze. <laughs> Just wherever they sneeze is where it goes. <laughs> Not the crook of the arm, bitch. They don't grab a Kleenex, nothing. They wherever like, their uh, face is pointed at the time uh, is where that sneeze is kids going. Kids will sneeze in your mouth. <laughs> they do uh. not give a fuck. <laughs> they don't. Woo. So that letter absolutely sent the fuck out to me, especially Elizabeth. Now, you didn't have to call her a little bitch, but that shit took me fucking. <laughs> that, no, that was funny to me. Sorry, sir. <laughs> Okay. All right. I have a letter here from um, somebody who calls themselves a disciple of Angela Davis. So should let you know where this is going. Yeah, it does. Says this read is dedicated to all you fake woke non-blacks who are absolutely convinced that because you retweeted a pro Black Lives Matter post that you now understand the experience. To those Uh of you who think that reading Martin Luther King, Malcolm X or Ta-Nehisi Coates makes you an expert on blackness and the black experience in America. I give to you a big hearty straight from the motherland. Fuck you. To those of you who think listening to Beyonce, Kendrick, and J. Cole suddenly gave you a black card, I give you an invitation to jump into the nearest well. And no, I'm not just talking to white people. I am addressing non-black people of color who have somehow managed to convince themselves that all of our experiences are the exact same. Maybe it comes from a good place. I don't really know, but I also don't really give a fuck because what it does is erase the fact that our the black community's experience is radically different. You can say that you stand in solidarity, that you support us, that you understand and empathize. All of that is fine. But the real issue and the crux of it all is that you do not completely and totally get it. Yes, you can research and read and listen, but the black ass bottom line is that you don't live it. What you do live is a life removed from the black community. And usually that life is within communities that are rife with anti-blackness. While you log on to social media to post some vaguely ambiguous message of optimism and support and give yourself a pat on the back, we die. For us, activism is not just a cute little hashtag or a resume builder. It is literally the fundamental difference between living and dying. So changing your header to hashtag Black Lives Matter and retweeting your one black friend's message is the furthest thing from enough. We are the ones in the street. Time after time, it is our bodies, our lives, our families that are tear gassed, filled with lead, filled with pain and filled with rage. Every last one of you gets to throw around the vaguely ambiguous term of POC and pretend to stand in solidarity with us. But more times than not, y'all are equally as bad as the white people. All of this to say, I am tired of your words and your fake sympathy. I'm tired of you pretending to give a fuck for clout. If you're really about it and you mean the shit you say, then be about it. Actively call out your family and community members for the shit they do and say. Put your bodies right in between the murderers and their victims. Stop trying to find some pseudo justification for why black people keep dying and stop being silent. For God's sakes, stop making it seem like black people and POC have the same experience. Sincerely, a disciple of Angela Davis well 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 i mean you went off girl 
<laughs> there is that indeed. I mean, the subject was word to Asada. So. <laughs> oh, I saw that in the inbox too. <laughs> yeah. That was one of the last I ones. Said, I said, oh, let I me quit this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see that. Yeah, there are a lot of people who are kind of doing it for self-fulfilling situations or or reasons, I should say, and like others who are sort of caving to pressure in a certain sense. And like, it's important for you to understand, you know, it's not just about like Mm -hmm. posting something or even what you post. Like you have to have an understanding of what's being said, the history of these things, um, what is really being done and, and why all of this stuff matters, why we say black lives matter and like really do the work, even like the individual mental and educational work from home. You know what I mean? Um, and there's just like a lot of people who do that shit and, and have always done it and companies, especially like, I saw something like I saw something yesterday that said like Viacom CBS is going to do like a blackout thing on all of their channels or something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because one less Zoom reunion is definitely going to like (laughs) that's going to tip the scale, honey. I don't know. But like, (sighs) I don't know. There's a lot of efforts I really appreciate. And I feel like, um, numbers are important and and all that stuff but if you're not actually learning anything or understanding anything right. in the process what fucking difference does it make you'll just do it again for the next you know hashtag the next black person who's killed and go right back to you know watching bravo or whatever i guess mm-hmm. and not really being able to like take anything useful into the future with you so i understand the frustration yeah definitely like i personally am not looking to brands or celebrities to be the saviors right now because all them people are also heavily tied into this capitalist structure and so they only gonna criticize it so much if they do but well these brands that want to put out statements and, and, you know, hashtag Black Lives Matter, which is all of a sudden very interesting to me that everybody is OK with saying that when we started saying it after Mike Brown was gunned down in Ferguson, it was like a bad word. You would have thought it was cunt and we were trying yeah. to teach it to a white woman. But now yeah. all of a sudden everybody want to say Black Lives Matter and all that. OK, you can say all that bullshit, but if you don't back it up with something real like donating money to protesters, if you don't back it up with something substantial, then I don't care. I don't. You can say whatever it's you so want much, to. It's so much bigger than just like the statement, you know, like the statement or, or, or hashtag of Black Lives Matter is powerful in itself because it incites a rage and racist. <laughs> it's it like it so nonsensical because like, again, even some white people have been breaking down how idiotic it mm-hmm. is to disagree with Black Lives Matter or worse to respond all lives matter. It literally doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like at this point, 
the few people who I do see breaking that shit down for these white folk or any person who says all lives matter and that kind of shit don't even be black no more. We've been done. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, we've been done. We're flipping over cars and tables. Well, like, let me not say that because we're actually not the ones who is out there rioting, but we're ready to. I mean, I might. Yeah. I really might go out there tomorrow. I really might. I'm just like, I don't want to perpetuate the idea that like black people are the ones that are out there causing this kind of violence. Oh no 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 like no that. no! But we are out there protesting. There's a lot of white oh, people yeah, out no. there burning shit up. Yeah, for sure. But like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, uh, well, I think that people are. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. I mean, because like there are loads of different ways that you can like be helpful and shit like that. But like I saw a video before we taped today that I think was in Philly. I'm pretty sure it was in Philly. And they were throwing tear gas and, and all I don't even know what maybe rubber bullets and shit like that they were literally attacking this large group of of protesters mm-hmm. that were backed up against like this looked like it was off the freeway or something like that but there was like a hill just off of the road like a very steep hill so there was nowhere really for them to go so they were literally trapped behind this grassy hill or up against this grassy hill being lobbed or having gas like lobbed at them by these like cops or whatever and it's like what are we supposed to do even in situations like like this you know what i mean like i was gonna wait but like the shit in Atlanta mm-hmm. with that young black man and, and woman who were pulled out of their car. Yeah, that shit was fucking crazy. And and shit. It was like, what? What are we fuck. doing? They don't give a fuck. And Keisha was like, oh, the officers are fired or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, girl. But from what I heard, the alert for that curfew didn't even go out and get to people until after the fuck curfew. Like, the girls were going home. That car was right behind another car. You right, know what I mean? It wasn't in the car. <laughs> what are you doing? It wasn't like they were just chilling in the middle of the fucking street. They were going the fuck home, as y'all have been telling people that you want them to do any motherfucking way. And so, now... You have all of these motherfuckers bum rushing your motherfucking car with weapons and banging on your fucking windows and all this kind of shit. Of course, I don't want to get out of this fucking car. I might die. Like, what, what are you? What is the? So, like, it's so far past just a hashtag, you know? And there have been. So many debates over so many different conversations and so many different layers of what's going on and what has been going on in the history of this fuck-ass country that, like, I was just like, you know, tensions are high and (laughs) niggas are fed up. A lot of people don't want to hear that bullshit and you and all of your, you know, um, whiteness or non-blackness or whatever the fuck it is that you're doing when you post just a hashtag or whatever the fuck, like, or whatever it is that you do, you may feel like, I don't understand. I'm, I'm coming from a good place or I'm trying to just be whatever, whatever. And like, all I can say is like, just like, 
shit being set on fire or people being out in the streets hollering and you know what I'm saying? Like whatever kind of madness that's all kind. This is like, it's all symptoms of this racial racist. I mean, disease, you know what I mean? Like it's all, all of that shit is an effect of a problem that we haven't caused. And so the girls just don't want to really do much more talking. You know, and they don't really want to put up with a lot of the same shit. And I feel like, you know, as I've said before a number of times, like it's so much deeper than stuff that black people can do. I feel like mostly what we can do is in terms of taking action is apply pressure, you know, and and calling government officials, donating to protesters, being a protester, doing all that shit. Yep. White people, like at some point, the system has to be changed from the root. You know what I mean? Like someone has to grab a gigantic figurative shovel and dig that whole bitch up out of the ground and set it ablaze and start all over again. Yeah. You got to reboot America all over because racism is America. Thank you. Thank you. Racism is such an American thing. Yes. I mean, it's global, but America is literally founded on it. Who built this country? Right. In terms of like this nation specifically, obviously, you know what I mean? Like, and like this conversation, racism is so ingrained in this country. And I saw also like someone posted almost like a little graph of like, Milestones in time between like slavery, segregation, civil rights movement, all that stuff up till today. And it mm-hmm. sort of just showed like the time from when we were allegedly free and could like vote <laughs> oh, and yeah, drink the same water okay. fountains and like yeah, right. <laughs> from there until now in the grand scheme of things and like how little time that has really been. And so like a lot of this shit is on some of course type shit, but niggas like we know what time it is we've been known we've been tired we've been done and now it's about getting more people that have either not been speaking up or haven't been speaking louder to be like at the very least girl i'm gonna do the work that i need to do to really understand this so that i can come from it come from a, a an authentic uh place when i talk about it and not just doing whatever because like i agree with you about the celebrity shit there's not really a famous person that i'm looking towards to give mm-hmm. me peace of mind i don't even know if you could to be honest with you like no i had to really. literally <laughs> get myself up out of my fucking feelings and be like all right we can do and like i said so many so much of the work that's been being done and like the information i've seen and the reactions from so many different corners has just given me a tiny bit of like hope that maybe not even in my lifetime maybe i won't see it but i feel like we're still on the verge of major change and more younger generations of people seeing shit that's been in existence for so many years and maybe didn't always have the immediate visibility because of the lack of all of the cameras that everybody has in their pocket and sunglasses and shit now so yes smartphones have changed the game a lot a lot a lot a lot like i think for those of you who actually watched the video of george floyd 
uh, being murdered, which I did not. <laughs> I absolutely was not capable of looking at that video, but I know what yeah. happened. And <clears throat> all all it really makes me think about is, first of all, this is not even the first time we've seen the police killing a black person on camera. And so it's hard for me to get my hopes up. But also, like, just think of the countless black people since the police was even like established in this country. Just think of how many of us they have killed and gotten away with. Because exactly. our lives really don't mean nothing to this country. And it's nothing you can do to change that fact other than changing the way this country is set up. I saw a tweet from Jordan Peele where he said that accountability is violent to them. Like, cause you can oh, literally see <laughs> the reaction from cops when they know they're on camera and mm-hmm. it just kills them because they will then be forced. Well, not forced to take accountability because they ain't got to do shit, but like you can't hide the fuck shit in the mm-hmm. poison from, from people as easily as you used to before. And we just have so many more examples of all of the shit that we've been saying that generations before us have said, we just have more examples of how true it is and how vile it's been. And like, you're right. When, when you can kill a man on, in broad daylight mm-hmm. on camera, so v- viciously, you have to consider and think about like all of those situations that weren't on a camera, yep. like all of the black all lives that were taken before smartphones are just not around smartphones and social media and that kind of shit. And it's like, girl, if they will act this ballsy and, and evil when they know that they're being recorded, they know people are watching, consider what the fuck they do when people aren't. Exactly. So, and now they have this white supremacist president who is encouraging them to do this shit. Yeah. Who is flat out encouraging the shit. So they're gonna they're gonna stop giving a fuck about the cameras too. Cause they're definitely yeah. not getting in trouble now. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. just, everything is a clusterfuck. I'm just realizing why- that this year is not gonna get better. It's going to get worse. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean the year is it's it's done. It's <laughs> it's going to devolve. It is. It's like racism is a bad bitch if it can. <laughs> no, th- we are not even supposed to be outside because of a global pandemic, and somehow racism has run free. Yep. So wildly. So with such excitement that it has claimed the lives of George Floyd, Sean Reed, Tony McDade, uh, Breonna Taylor, all of these people. Like, how the fuck is this even happening? We supposed to be inside. <sighs> because racism versus COVID-19 is the biggest battle that this country has seen in a long, long time. <laughs> Maybe since the Civil War. I don't know. And uh, these two viruses, they're going to do everything they can to take as many of us out as possible. So, I have one more letter. This okay. one comes from Jasmine. Jasmine says, I'm sick and tired of these musty-ass, dusty-ass, crusty-ass, fake-crying-ass white women. I am tired. Amy Cooper seems to be the Karen of the week. And quite frankly, I'm sick of white women altogether. If I were to name one positive thing about quarantine, it would be that I only see white women in person maybe once a week at most. (laughs) Go off! (laughs) By the way, I don't know if she explains, but Amy Cooper is the white woman who's on camera in Central Park, I believe, who threatened Mm -hmm. to call the police and tell them that a black, big black man was harassing her. 
threatening her because he told her, her to put her fucking dog on a leash, which is the which law or the rule or whatever of the park. Literally what you're supposed Because your dogs to will chase after do. the fucking birds and fuck with the birds. Chris Cooper was literally minding his own Negro business, bird watching, and just ask this woman to follow the rules. Imagine that <laughs> when you feel so <laughs> comfortable that you can call the police because you are breaking the rules and someone who happens to be Black asked you not to. Yep. Like, For the good of the birds. What? For the good of the birds, nigga. First of all, having your... And then you lost your fucking dog on top of that because... Oh, yeah. They came and get that dog right back. (laughs) Damn near killed the dog in the process of your blind racism. And their blinding racism. (laughs) Lost your job. Don't feel bad for you. Anyway, I'm sorry. I forgot I was reading (laughs) it. Oh, you were in the middle of it. <laughs> yes, I was. I read like one paragraph. <laughs> and you were like, fuck it. I got something to Jasmine, say. I'm so sorry. Because I hate her. Okay. Yeah. And the fact they have the same last name. I was right? Like, Isn't that? That's something, right? His sister wrote a piece for... Oh, my goodness. I'll find it because I don't remember who it was for. But she wrote a piece for some newspaper or something like that. And when she, when she named Amy Cooper, she put in parentheses, no relation. That's right. <laughs> because it was Make like, it clear. just so you know, we don't have nothing to do with that wench. Okay. Jasmine says, white women know exactly what they're doing. Don't let their lying asses fool you. These Lana Del Rey ass bitches genuinely think they're fragile and the world is out to get them as if they're not the most demonic, selfish, racist people to walk the earth. She literally risked this man's life and now she feels like the consequences have been too harsh. Man's was just trying to watch some damn birds. We can't even watch some damn birds. The privileged... This privileged Becky knew exactly what she was saying and doing. The Kaylee bitch had the audacity to think that she she was being threatened when she was the one out here breaking a plethora of rules. If this Rebecca looking ass bitch doesn't sit the entire fuck down, you lost your job, your marbles, and your dog. Boo fucking who. I care more about the livelihood of summertime roaches than yours. No one is on your side in this, Patricia. Do you hear me? Out here choking <laughs> your damn dog. <laughs> Out here choking your damn dog while wasting the police's time with your faux hysterics. Now the whites are mad at you too. And that apology, girl, that public apology was weak. You couldn't even refer to Mr. Cooper by name, but resorted simply to that man while taking up all that extra time to talk about yourself. Selfish, trash, basura. Barbara has yet to learn her lesson. And I think we all would be wasting our time and thinking that she ever will. Girl, fuck you. And this is also a fuck you to 95% of white police officers that would believe that high school drama club ass performance over Mr. Cooper. Oh, Y'all know exactly who you are because you do it all of the time. And that's from Jasmine. I am so glad Jasmine tucked in that last part because that was exactly what I was about to say. What it really is for me in that whole video is that that bitch called 911 and immediately went into the fakest fucking theatrics I have ever heard in my life. Oh, there's a big black man, a big man in Central Park and he's attacking me and my dog. Like, bitch. That is not even remotely close to what happened. You just decided to do the fucking most because what you wanted is what happened to George Floyd. You wanted the police to come and take care of this nigger because how dare he challenge you, a white woman in America? How dare he? And that's in New York City. For all you niggas who think, oh, it's New York. 
At right. least we not the South. Bitch, Thank it's you. right here in Manhattan, bitch. That was like Central Park. It is right here. You do not have to even go to fucking Long Island, Staten Island to see that shit. It is right fucking here, girl. You do not have to go upstate. You do not have to go to Alabama, Georgia, none of that other shit. Y'all love to clown the South for. And I get it because down South, the white people are usually a lot more blatant. But this bitch knew she was being recorded and still lied. And the way that she said, I'm going to tell them that this big black man is yep. threatening me or whatever. Yep. Like, like she knew that she knew that yep. and she knew what it meant to him. Yep. Like and she, she knew yep. what she was saying and the mm-hmm. intent Absolutely. in her saying that to him was basically saying like, you know that I'm going to tell them to come out here so that they can kill you. Like, you know what it means to be black and have to deal with police. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and I'm using that as a way to taunt you. Again, let's reiterate. This nigga asked her to put her fucking dog on a leash. That's it. Which she's supposed to do. Anyway. We just can't win. And y'all did that on purpose, but... Let's take another quick break, friend, and then we'll come back with the rest of the show. Hey, guys. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. (laughs) But... If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so we're back. We are back. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'm done with my letters. And okay, well, I have one um, that I was going to. This is somebody who was going to cuss out anyway, but then one of right. y'all did it for me, and even better. Mm. So. <clears throat> This letter comes from Zaya's big black trans sister. And it Uh says, Dear Kid Fury and Crystal, I want to read a one Mr. Hill Harper. Uh I know you have to take a minute to think about who he actually is and what he's famous (laughs) for. I know you do. Zaya Wade recently celebrated her 13th birthday and her stepmom, Gabrielle Union, celebrated and affirmed her with a loving birthday post on Instagram. In pure hotep fashion, Mr. Harper said, Happy birthday, young man. Read letters to a young brother. Your mom wrote something in it. You'll love it. Have a great day. 
Are you fucking serious? You are a grown ass, black ass, 53 year old man in a time where all black folks need to unite to push back against racism and police brutality. You intentionally decided to publicly misgender a 13 year old child, a child who we all know has publicly come out as trans and a child who is affirmed by her insanely famous black parents. Yes, like you'd have to be under a rock. Of course, we, the Alphabet Mafia, dragged that ass so bad that he had to delete the comment and posted a series of dry-ass apologies on Twitter. Side note, it also speaks volumes that you pulled this stunt on Gabby's page and not Dwayne's. True. 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 Uh But anyway, let me get back to my sister's letter. Mr. Hill, we are on to your shit. And you can keep that half-ass apology you posted on Twitter. How do you really consider yourself a family friend of the Wades and you didn't know that they had a trans child? I truly just do not believe it. Purposely misgendering trans people is wrong. Also, let me say rest in power to Tony McDade, a black trans man who was murdered by Tallahassee police this week. It was difficult to get information on his murder because the police department and media outlets purposely misgendered him. Like the media does with many trans people who are more often than not the victims of violence. With yeah. all the bullshit going on in this world, now is not the time for cishet black folks to be anti-trans. Y'all don't have the luxury or the right to exclude us from this movement. We are fucking black too. Stop with your bullshit. Fuck you, Mr. Harper. Please go back under whatever rock you crawled out from and take that dry and ashy ass book that you were trying to peddle on Gabby's page with you. To our beloved Zaya, please know you are deeply loved. We are so proud of you and we hope that you enjoyed your birthday. Signed, Zaya's big black trans sister, who will protect her from transphobes at all costs. And Zaya, we also deeply stand. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I am also your big black sister. I'm not trans, but you can absolutely consider me your big black sister who will mm. beat anybody's transphobic ass behind you. Please believe that. And that goes for all of y'all. Like, I don't know how you look at the movement for black lives and intentionally leave out those of us who go through the worst shit. Every problem that cisgender heterosexual black people have, trans black people have, and even worse. Y'all have trouble finding a job? It's even worse for our fucking brothers and sisters. Y'all have trouble with relationships, housing, any fucking thing. You name it. They have that issue. You, They have it, and then they have it even worse because you at least have the benefit of being cisgender or heterosexual or both. So just... Mm. Hill Harper... You're not going to convince me that Hill Harper didn't know exactly what he was doing. I just, I refuse to, like I said, you have to have been under the biggest boulder for the longest time. And you weren't. Happy birthday, young man. You did that on purpose. And you know you did. You're not going to tell me that you didn't know this about Zaya Wade. It was a huge news story. Literally everybody was talking about it when it came out. And then to say, not only happy birthday, young man, but read letters Mm -hmm. to a young brother peddling this fucking book. You did that shit on purpose. And then to be like, oh, your mom wrote something for you in it. You absolutely did it on purpose. And you did it under Gabby's post for a reason. Thinking you was going to be slick. Thinking niggas wasn't going to care. Bitch, I really don't even know who Hill Harper is, but fuck that bitch. <laughs> fuck every last one of y'all who got something to say about those of us who are even more marginalized. Because you know what? It's the gays. It's the trans. It's the alphabet mafia. It's the disabled black people. It's the black people who are the most fucking marginalized that show up for us every goddamn time. And it is those of you at the top of the societal privilege ladder who give the least amount of fucks about the rest of us. We show up for y'all every fucking time. Y'all need to show up for us, period. 
Yep. Leave Zaya Wade the fuck alone. <clears throat> there's a reason how you say like things like, you know, there's no freedom until we're all free. Exactly. Those kinds of things is real. And so many people who still have uh, hate in their heart for queer black people refuse to accept the like basic common sense of that statement but yeah. doesn't change the fact that it's a fact so exactly yeah Whew. all right um so i have a few things i'd like to get off of my chest on mine own amen i would like to i guess i'll just jump uh since we were talking about um our young trans sister Zia Wade mm-hmm. it is now officially Pride Month can't wait for Zia Wade say, to be the leader of the new Republic of the United States can't wait <laughs> can't wait <laughs> I want to say it's all the white gays um, who are being incredibly <laughs> silent uh oh to about <laughs> y'all in trouble <laughs> like listen I'm not even gonna do too much cause I'm already tired all the white gays who are getting ready to assault us uh over the rainbow with all of your pride um mm-hmm. celebratory posts or whatever if you are going to be big talk over pride month and be completely silent over what's going on in Black Lives Matter. I mean, not saying anything. Fuck you. You're a major part of the problem. Um, I've experienced enough around white people, but white gays especially, to already know what kind of time that y'all be on. And you really love to be um, on the low with some of your racism because, you know, some of y'all still want to find out if it's true what they say about black men. So I just wanted to remind y'all that the only reason you have a pride month is because of people of color specifically. Yes. It's us black. Um, mm-hmm. We're the ones that kind of, you know, got onto the street. Oh yeah. And, we started that shit. <laughs> um, fuck these motherfuckers shit up. Like, until they knew that we meant fucking business. And now you get to have a vodka soda and get, you know, your shit pushed in at whatever rave in June as a result of it and have your fun, not shaming you for it. But I just think it's incredibly telling for uh, so many white gays to already be on Instagram and, um, Twitter and TikTok and whatever the fuck else celebrating Pride, even though you can't go no fucking where. <laughs> and um, not saying anything at all about what's going on uh, within the the current Black Lives Matter movement and everything going on with these protests and stuff like that. I just think that it's telling and you disgust me, but no surprise there. Speaking of TikTok, if it's very true that uh, TikTok has been shadow banning I saw that shit. George Floyd hashtags and stuff. Let me tell you something. I already spoke openly about TikTok and how I'm not going to do it. Um, this just, you know, emphasizes that feeling for me. I think it's incredibly ridiculous and it sounds about white for TikTok or any 
a social media application to be doing some shit like that. So now I know that I can just go ahead and write TikTok off altogether. Um, mm-hmm. I've been I deleted that, that phone. Them niggas the feds. You can't tell me different. <laughs> I've been deleted that off my phone. I did see some TikToks from some kids who are, you know, doing or at least using the platform for good and trying to spread information or at the very least, um, you know, trying to to do something lighthearted that also clearly has like a message behind it. Like I saw this video of some white girl who was doing the whole this house is on fire thing and then was like playing the the maga person that's like but what about my house like <laughs> right girl fuck you and your house is your house on fire no but my house matters like i saw one of those twi- tiktoks so you know there are people out here who get it even in the the starbucks refresher world but um <laughs> If it is true that TikTok did that shit, then I'm glad that I haven't been fucking using it because that's some bullshit. Already said fuck you to them police in Atlanta. And if it's true that that curfew alert didn't go out until after the curfew, which I would believe because it sounds very American. It does. Then, I mean, you have to be... I also saw a clip of this black officer who was like just in front of the door of like, it seems to be like a lobby of a residential building. And he was arguing with a girl who was recording him and basically like talking to her. Like he was just some nigga on the street that wanted to fight. Cause she was calling him a coon and he's was like, yep. come out here and say that to me. Step, step outside and say that or whatever, whatever. Like she said, I live here. I pay to live here. Like I don't have exactly. to go anywhere, exactly. but th- his whole tone, his approach. And he was of course smiling in this sort of like mocking way, but everything about it was not, not even like protect and serve, mm-hmm. Like nothing about it was, it was like, literally like so many cops that I believe were bullied or felt small or less than at some point in their life, probably when they were younger Absolutely. and decided that they wanted to be cops so that they too could be protected under this oppressive, oppressive system that lets police do whatever the fuck they want. Like I saw another clip of some girl who was pushed so violently to the ground by a cop who was walking up to her. I mean, there have been so many. I've seen the clips of people who've, you know, lost eyes because of rubber bullets and all kinds of stuff like that. Like, if you... It just kind of adds to the reasons why don't nobody want to hear shit about cops, period, but especially, like, the good cop rhetoric. Because... Yeah, there are a whole lot of y'all stunting right now and trying to kneel at protests and do all that shit. Cute. Why aren't there more like acting organizations or like groups within police off, you know, police, um, I don't know, precincts or whatever the fuck that like consistently work against police brutality and crimes? Within that force, like, why aren't there more, quote unquote, good cops that come out immediately after some George Floyd stuff happens after a situation like a Breonna Taylor and say, no, we're not going to we're not going to stand for that. Like, 
Y'all don't even get paid enough to like stand up for for racism, for blatant murder. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, Shamik Moore, why on earth? Thank you, friend. Thank you, because I was finna. You were part of the best Spider-Man movie. Yep. The black Spider-Man movie. The only one I ever saw, bitch. And you had, you just had, you don't know nobody (laughs) that could have been like, hey, um, (laughs) (laughs) um, so I know that you feel this way about stuff. Don't tell nobody. But he (laughs) did. His team told him to not get on the fucking internet. They told him to log the fuck off. And he said, fuck that. I'm going to do it anyway. All right, bitch. Shrink tweeted some shit about um, the black community needing to basically not put themselves in the position to be killed, saying um, we need to learn how to deal with police and or racism because this is the part of the scenario we have failed to fix. We have to work on our community before blaming everything on racist and police one okay then he goes into the black on black violence um he says if we know that the wrong white person could change our whole life with a false accusation why do we give them the energy they want like uh the most basic (sighs) of tweets when it comes to like respectability politics and I don't know if that classifies as Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> it's just one of those fucking I don't things. Know either. Like, <laughs> it's like, how have you not even already heard or seen someone say this shit and get lit a flame for it? Like, what? This is you ain't even saying no brand new bullshit. You're saying some old bullshit. There isn't anything, nigga. Look at the very same couple that I've already mentioned like twice already that got yanked out of their car when they were literally just trying to get home. I read a tweet from some someone who I believe was a reporter who said that he got uh, pepper sprayed twice just walking to his hotel. There was Mason people who was waiting for the bus. Like, people who aren't even protesting are being attacked. So, yep. what the fuck make you think that it has anything to do with us just putting ourselves in the position to be hurt or whatever the fuck. No, we're being killed because there's no respect. There's no care for us, for our bodies, regardless of how old we are, how, what size we are, our gender, our age. There were stories of, of women who had miscarriages due to violence from police during these protests. And I thought the first, second, third time that that shit has happened. We get killed <laughs> due to police brutality before we even get here, my period, nigga. Period. What the fuck are you even talking about? It has nothing to fuck to do with black-on-black violence. What a fucking Trump thing to say. It has nothing to fuck to do with that. This is really not even our problem like it is because we're the ones who are suffering but this is some shit that white people have to get the fuck together this is a problem that white people have with black people and have had with black people since we had the nerve to be like hey this slavery thing not cool (laughs) 
it's always going to be a problem that black people say that they want to live, that black people say black lives matter and all of these things. We're not even saying anything that's like ridiculous or absurd or asking too much. Niggas are just saying, hey, can we be a lot? Can you stop killing our motherfucking asses for no goddamn reason? For no reason. Like, it's just that motherfucking simple. simple. The problem is, white people, America, it's all thievery. And it's like, if somebody was to break into your house and steal all your shit, if you see them out in the street and go up to them and we're like, hey, listen, so I know that you put me in this position. It's cool. Like, just give me half my shit back and like... That's it. That's I just want half of my stuff back. I just want you can have that and I'll have this and that's it. They would look at you like you're fucking crazy. Exactly. And you would be because what the fuck are you talking about? You know what most people would do in that kind of situation if they saw a motherfucker in the street? They would either put your ass on the ground or in it. Say that shit. What are we what are you talking about in terms of there's there ain't no we are doing what the fuck we can do. You know what I'm saying? We're still showing the fuck up. Black people are still fighting and are going to continue to do it. It's like, I don't even understand how the other side don't just be like, you know what? This is going to continue fucking happening over and over and over again. They're always going to march. They're always going to be in the streets. They're going to stand on top of our fucking cars. They're going to do whatever the fuck they got to do to get us to here. And it's not too much ignoring or, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. turning a blind eye that's going to stop that shit from fucking happening. And the more that we're exposed to the shit that's really going on, the more that these numbers start to grow and motherfuckers are really shook. They ain't waste no time attacking protesters. They ain't waste no fucking time hurting people and causing permanent damage and, and killing and doing all this you know protesters missing now and all kinds of motherfucking bullshit this is way bigger than anything that a black person has done could do will do and so being a person of color especially with a platform as large as yours well some people may not even know who the fuck Shamik Moore is but being a person a black person with a platform and speaking so irresponsibly especially again some shit that has been spoken time and time again and has been shot down with sense each time it just don't make no more fucking sense to me <laughs> i could not tell you why he did that shit i told him nigga please don't go on live i, said, I saw you i saw you say i that said too. please don't go live because you have not learned nothing if you haven't please don't go live and he did anyway crystal was like let the record show that i tried to tell this nigga <laughs> not I did. To be stupid. I tried. Y'all claim I hate black men, but I tried to save that black man. And he said, fuck you. I'm going to say it anyway. Like, he literally doubled down, tripled down on the dumb shit. So it's like, all right, nigga. Just take it then. Like, a lot of celebrities have fucked up lately and then come back and been like, oh, my bad. Like, Virgil Abloh and that $50 he donated. That was right next to this on my thing. Oh, I'm sorry. My bad. I didn't want to take that away from you. No, you're fine. You're totally fine. Well, I mean, so he put out a statement today. I don't know if you saw it, but it was an iOS press release. It was a good four or five screenshots long. If y'all, I don't know if y'all can hear it, but uh, New York City is going through a lot right now. So y'all might hear sirens and all kind of shit in the background. It is what it is. But Virgil put out um, 
an iOS press release talking about how he just um, wants to make sure everybody understands that he really gets what's going on. And just because he posted about his friends losing their business doesn't mean that he cares more about businesses than lives. And he's sorry that it looked that way. And yes, he matched a $50 donation, but he also donated another $20,000 or whatever. So, you know, please don't think this way about Virgil. And he understands that people matter more than things. And it's like, you know, on the surface, I can read this apology and say, fine. But also, I didn't see no receipts for you donating more money, like the $20,500 you said you donated. I didn't see the receipts for that. Maybe you posted them and I just didn't see it. But I didn't see that shit. And also, how is it that you even when you read the fucking news, when you pay attention to what's going on in the world, how do you even make a post about your friends and their business in the first place? Who gives a fuck? I don't right. care about nobody's storefront. And that includes black owned businesses. I would rather black owned businesses be left alone, especially the small ones. I really would. But when it comes down to our lives versus y'all's capitalist ventures, I don't give a fuck. Literally right. everything can go. You can replace the bricks, the glass, the countertops, the merch, every fucking thing in your store can be replaced except yep. the people who come in that bitch. So I yep. literally don't care about your stuff over lives. And this is going to turn into a battle between people who care more about money and things versus people who care more about people and being able to live peacefully. That's exactly what it's this like, is going to come down to. And I don't know how Virgil thought that that was ever a good idea. How did you even think that that was smart? How? Like, it just blows my mind how many black celebrities were, you know, on some, oh, but my store, I own a lot of stuff here. Or I have a lot of stuff and I ain't never done nothing. Blah, blah, blah. Like I said, all of this stuff are symptoms to a problem that you know, we never created. You can yep. replace those things. And many of y'all have enough money to do it quite easily. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. The same way that CNN had somebody out there repainting their logo or whatever the fuck. The like next the same... fucking morning. <laughs> so. 12 hours later, people was out there cleaning that shit up. I don't care that nigga spray painted on CNN's fucking logo. Who gives a shit? CNN, do you know how much money CNN has? They will clean that shit right the fuck back up. I don't care. Stop it's talking like, to me about people's stores. Rashida talking about she hoped don't nobody raid press. Bitch, nobody's going to press. You'd be lucky if they remember press is there. Niggas would rather just pay for the shit on AliExpress than go to press. Please leave us alone. Nobody is targeting press out of all the fucking stores in Phipps or Linux. She kind of crying over Gucci. Nigga, I was like, now you know she was on my list. I said, <laughs> I know this bitch did not. <laughs> Them people down at Linux Mall ain't did nothing to y'all. I was like, she's gotta be kidding. Gucci this ain't gotta did be a nothing dark to y'all. And the police ain't never did nothing to y'all. I said, oh, it must Tears. be two Atlanta PDs. It must be two Atlanta PDs. And especially when you expand that to, to uh, consider the metro area. Bitch, I know you fucking lying. Cobb and Clayton County, where my own niggas have told me, bitch, come here and stay inside. Are you kidding? The police ain't never did nothing to nobody? Girl, you don't shut the fuck up. I don't know if you saw yeah. Tory Lanez on live, but he told <laughs> Shekinah was in there talking about, hello, hi, like trying to get his attention. He was like, hey, shorty, crying over the Gucci store. Yeah. 
Because, bitch, why are you crying over the Gucci store? Gucci, who probably don't even make clothes for you to fit off the rack. No shade, because they don't do it for me either. But, like, girl, you crying over Gucci when Gucci don't give a shit about you? I bought Tory Lane's album after that shit. Okay. I, I mean, I'm not going to listen to it, but I for damn sure streamed it. <laughs> it's like Shekinah. Girl, are you a Gucci brand ambassador and I just didn't know it? You have tears on your face, bitch. <laughs> and then like came out talking about she not crying over Gucci. Well, bitch, you crying over Linux then, which is even dumber. <laughs> I definitely did laugh at her, but I was also like so blown away by this shit. It's like priorities, man. It's so fucked up. And I think a lot of like a lot of the richer folk in Atlanta or like celebrities in Atlanta, people who are doing okay or whatever, are under some sort of an impression that because of the amount of black success within Atlanta that it doesn't have a race problem Mm-mm. or something like that. Like I saw Nene post some shit that was oh, basically no, uh, along the same thing. Like, Oh, Atlanta doesn't have Atlanta has this and that. And it's very black. And blah, blah, blah. No, you've been rich too long. Like what? Uh, yeah. That has to be like, there really just are some richer black folk that are kind of detached from everyday blackness i guess because the privilege of their money removes them from yep. a lot of the shit that folks just you know around the way in the hood got to deal with on a daily motherfucking basis and then you forget that like you still a nigga just like the rest of us exactly to them. period period so, and don't ever forget it although some of y'all clearly have candy too t.i Killer Mike, all the niggas that Keisha Lance Bottoms, who is also in the same group with the rest of them, all of y'all are lining up to protect corporate capitalist interests. And I don't give a fuck about none of that. I care about people, period. Period. I do not give a fuck about none of the rest of it. You're talking about people need to be able to work. People don't have to work. They don't have to. It's not our responsibility. It's not our fucking purpose to be on this planet. And furthermore, during a goddamn pandemic, pandemic, you would think the richest country on the planet would be able to take care of their people. But they don't. You could. You just won't. <laughs> Man, fuck all of y'all. Fuck all of y'all. Woo, shit. I also wanted to call to the front one what is this man's name peter peter tatchel tatchel i don't know him he is a white man who responded to a uh an article from the guardian i don't know if he writes for them or what his bio says (laughs) his bio (laughs) says for human rights, democracy, global justice, and LGBTI freedom. His response was to a video that John Boyega of Star Wars and Attack the Block and stuff had posted after I think he tweeted, I fucking hate racist or something like that. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was incredible. No. They were so mad. Oh, livid. And John Boyega's <laughs> <laughs> he's a part of um the star wars universe now so many white nerds and you know i don't even think i need to say more about that plus disney so they tried to make it seem like the cussing was just like uh my word you you say the f word but you're that guy from the thing with darth vader isn't aren't you how could you 
Anyway, he hopped on Instagram Live, I believe, and gave them one of the blackest British cussings. <laughs> I think I can, yes. like I remember in recent yes. memory. Like it was just it was effortless. It was. But part of it, um, he basically told anybody who has a problem with him saying fuck you to racist can go suck a dick. <laughs> Peter tweeted, John Boyega made justified anti-racism posts after police killing of unarmed black man George Floyd. I share his anger, but his ghost suck a dick remark to critics is a jibe often used by homophobes. It mars his valid critique of police racism. Girl, Peter, Peter, girl, sit down. Girl, sit down. Girl. Sit down. <laughs> Not now. It don't mar nothing, girl. It don't mar nothing. People have been saying ghost suck a dick. Period. <laughs> Sweetie, cishet women say suck my dick now. <laughs> Like, it isn't something that's strictly used by homophobes. Straight men say that to one another all of the time. Like, and guess what? Not just homos suck dicks. It's like, how are you going to take this moment and claim that you allegedly agree and it is justified to be pissed off about racism and all this stuff, but pick that one statement that he said when he's clearly and and rightly pissed off and annoyed with people and make it into some, oh, but that's homophobic shit. Girl, if you don't go and sit your motherfucking ass down somewhere with that bullshit. And the thing that really annoys me about it is that, like, white gays, especially white gay men, have the loudest voices in in the community because they also have the privilege of whiteness. And unfortunate souls, like, always lump us all together when they talk about gay people, when they talk about queer people and how much they can't stand us. I be feeling like that's a part of the reason why niggas tell us that our race comes before our sexuality. Yep. And honey, I've never agreed with that motherfucking statement. Never. But today was the day when I was like, <laughs> sit down, hun. Sit down. <laughs> like, this isn't that. Because you got me Sit the fuck up. down. Right. <laughs> like, I cannot believe that this white man really tried to well actually his way through this motherfucking thing. Like, again, I feel like so many of y'all are just doing some self-serving bullshit where you're like trying to go come on here and stand on a soapbox because everybody has something to say or feels like they need to have something to say. And like, girl, if you ain't got nothing to say, you can be quiet. Sometimes it's better to just do that. Oh, almost so, always. Almost always. <laughs> <laughs> so like... I don't know how to get that through to the people who needed to hear it. But I was like, white gay man, I'm not about to let you come in here and try and twist this black man's words because he told racists to go suck a dick if they don't like the fact that he hates racism. Because that shit was not homofucking phobic. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you serious right now? I can't even think of the last time that like a homophobic person told me to go suck a dick. Like, I'll probably be like, I'd love to. Do you have one for me? It has been forever. (laughs) Where's the dick at? Yes, please. If you or anyone you know has a dick. (laughs) Bitch, are you fucking dead serious, you stupid bitch? Oh, yeah. I honestly did not take note of his name, but I did see that. And I was just like, I know this homosexual is fucking lying to me, sir. Everybody, everybody, even lesbians say suck a dick. And they usually like, strap, but we'll say suck a strap, too. Like, it don't. Please shut up. Please shut up. Like, what? Like It was like, you, I mean, if you reached 
to infinity and beyond. I mean, you would have to have a SpaceX reach. Come on. And maybe you could come away with like a meaningful conversation if you have it with somebody that has sense. But you're not about to like attach this bullshit to like the passionate um, statements coming from this black man who speak from his fucking heart and really sounds like, honestly, you could get slapped at this point if you're playing games because he is on the level of fed up that everybody should be at right now. So suck a dick applies. Calm the fuck down. That shit aggravated me. And I think that's really all that I had lined up. We dragged Amy Cooper. We dragged Shameik Moore. We dragged Hill Harper. We dragged Shekinah. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm good. I don't know. I just have a few more things on my list, but no. Oh, yeah, great. No, no, no. Go ahead. Well, you might have it. I was going to. Well, that's fine because you know I will chime in. I was just going to go right back for the um, cheese doodle that oh, is an yeah. office let's get but it let's get it i'll let you no go ahead <laughs> continue from where you're at we can just okay well i have a few things to address before we get out of here uh it's crazy to me that i thought this was gonna be a short episode it's probably the longest we've done since me started too <laughs> i thought we'd get here an hour yeah but this has been the week from hell Truly, it has been very bad. So I will just start at the top of my short list. I did like Aria and decided to name the niggas who had pissed me off the most. Mm. And I've got to start right here in New York City with Mayor de Blasio. Sir, I don't know what the fuck you think you're doing other than handling the situation 100% wrong. Now, de Blasio has stayed trying to toe the line between police and people. He has stayed trying to do it. Like, he doesn't want to piss the police union off too bad, but he also can't piss the rest of us off too bad. So, the protests here in New York City have been going on for a few days. Shit is not, um, shit is clearly not getting any better. And uh, you probably have seen this clip circulating around social media. There is a video of police vans driving into protesters like the protesters are surrounding the van and they push a barricade up. But and they're flinging like water bottles and shit at it. And then they just all of a sudden start accelerating and niggas just start flying. So de blasio was like you know this is just a very tense scene and i'm just saying that the situation was created by the protesters and this tactic is very very dangerous and we've seen direct attacks on officers and all this other shit and i just have to remind you that i don't give a fuck about your fucking police officers your organization that was mainly created to make sure the niggas didn't get out of line I don't give a fuck about that. I don't. And if you sign up for a job in public safety, knowing that you're putting your life on the line every day, I don't care that your life is on the line every day because that's your fucking job. Doctors and nurses and fucking healthcare techs and all the people who work in hospitals and, and fucking doctor clinics and shit like that. Every last one of them are putting their lives on the line every day dealing with this fucking virus. And so I don't care that you are doing it, too, if you would even call it that, because I'm not sure that an officer in New York City has even been killed by one of the protesters since this shit started. I know one of them 
had his fucking eye fucked up because somebody threw a brick at him. And, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with the brick for having to come in contact with that white man. But other than that, I don't think anybody like I really think these officers are just fucking fine. And if you expect me to care more about the police than I do about the people, then you absolutely got the wrong bitch. And as far as that is concerned, de Blasio and Cuomo. Both of y'all fucked up for this curfew shit. Mm. So right now it's 11.15 p.m. That means curfew in New York City started 15 minutes ago. Technically, if I leave my apartment right now, I could be arrested or beaten or whatever else for violating Mm. curfew. And I just find it so fucking interesting that we, New York City, have been in quarantine for like three months. I don't even know how long it's been. Time means nothing. But it's been, it's been a very fucking long time that we have been in quarantine behind this fucking virus. And not once. Yes, you closed non-essential businesses. But not once did you tell us that we could not go outside. Even though y'all said you have to wear a mask to go outside, there is nobody enforcing that shit. Nor is there anybody making sure that people even have masks. Wow. Nobody is making sure that people even have access to masks much less making sure that everybody who goes outside does it but we also have not been put under a curfew this whole fucking time and now that mostly people of color and some allies have decided to go take to the fucking streets because we're tired black people especially we are tired of you fucking killing us now can't nobody leave the house from 11 p.m to 6 a.m are you kidding? Are you out of your fucking mind? And it's even worse in L.A. They sprung that shit in L.A. at like 12.15, told them niggas, oh, yeah, Santa Monica and Beverly Hills curfew is at 1 p.m. Bitch, what? 1 p.m.? And then continuously spread confusing information, fake information. Like, they're doing what they can to catch us up. And I see the shit. The jig is fucking up. You girls are not confusing me about this. I'm not second guessing what's going on here. I see exactly what the fuck y'all doing. Y'all not fucking low. Now. I also got some shit to say about white people. Unsurprisingly, even though those niggas are white. I'm talking to you regular whites right now. The white people who decided to leave their homes to go protect their local targets. I have to say, I can't understand it. I have to say that I just can't understand it. Girl, Target. Are you kidding? Target, the big box department store. Is that a, are you kidding me right now? Is it because their logo is red and white? And so is the logo of your fucking fascist president. (laughs) Is that what it is? Not Target. Make, you know, Help it make sense for me, friend, because Target's net income fiscal year 2019 was almost $3 billion. $3 billion. $3 billion net revenue. You mean to tell me y'all are going to volunteer your free white time to go down there and make sure don't nobody fucking loot the Target? What's in Target? That's so important that you are ready to go downstairs, downstairs, that you are ready to go to your local Target and risk your life, health or whatever else to keep the Target safe. What's in there? I would love to know. Is it the clothes? Is it the electronics? (laughs) Is it the Target branded foods and snacks? What is it? What's so great about Target that y'all are willing to lay down your fucking safety? 
in order to defend anybody could have gone in, anybody could have gone into any one of your particular local targets and cleaned out electronics Absolutely. and target would still be just fine. exceptional <laughs> like, exactly like still rolling in money I just, I'm lost. I don't get it. People have been crying about Soho being looted the other day. Bitch, every last one of them luxury stores in Soho has the money to replace that shit and then some. How dare y'all? I saw a white woman tweet about how her Chanel bag that cost $3,000 is worth less now that people have looted the Chanel store. I don't know. Not... (laughs) Not a moment of, wow, I'm so fortunate that I could afford a $3,000 Chanel bag. Not, wow, it's just a fucking person. I should get over myself. But I guess my bag don't mean nothing now since people fucking looted. Bitch, your bag didn't really mean nothing in the first place. It was just, just a bag. bag. <laughs> and like, I say this as somebody who has Chanel. I love my fucking bag, but it's just a bag. It's just a bag, yeah. It doesn't mean anything when you compare it to people. And I don't care how many other people have a Chanel bag. I still like the bitch. I don't care if everybody else has my purse. I don't. So, like, <laughs> y'all's priorities are in the wrong fucking place. You have like, spending $3,000 like, on Chanel. On Chanel. Most people don't spend $3,000 on rent. Shut the fuck up. Woo! My God. Mm absurd I mean it's it's New York City and we're in the middle of the earth destroying itself so yeah there's gonna be sirens but I just I want y'all to stop valuing these things these fucking luxury brands and shit over human beings they literally mean nothing and in that same vein all you rich ass celebrities who are sitting up in your fucking multi-million dollar mansions without a real care in the world. You know what y'all's biggest problem is? Your kids are getting on your nerves. Guess what? Everybody's kids are getting on their fucking nerves. Imagine imagine the parents that don't have an east or west wing to hide from the motherfuckers. Imagine the people who don't have a giant backyard or a pool to send those kids out in. Imagine the people who can't ask their hired help to come in anyway to keep them kids out your fucking face so you can breathe. In New York alone is people right now sharing beds with their kids and maybe a fan. Period. People renting rooms with their kids right now. And you expect me to feel bad for you, but that's not even the point. For y'all to sit up in your ivory towers and to criticize the protesters for looting or stealing or whatever else. It's like the disconnect here is fucking crazy. Do you understand that people were waiting on with fucking bated breath for a $1,200 stimulus check? Most of y'all spend more than $1,200 in a day. They, these people have been waiting for months for a $1,200 check and were happy as hell to have it because it helped them pay their fucking bills, their rent, their electricity, food for their kids. You got Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell right now deciding that ain't no more stimulus checks coming out. If we reopen the economy and niggas get sick again, that's too fucking bad. But you want people to stop looting? You want, really? You want people to stop going after things of value when they have nothing? The U.S. unemployment rate is getting to Great Depression levels. It is fucking crazy what's going on out here. People are broke. And you expect them to sit back and watch y'all have everything you need while they struggle. It does not work like that. 
It is only so long you can play in people's faces. So please, if you have not taken your rich ass down to the fucking streets with the people to protest this shit that's going on, shut the fuck up, stay safe in your house somewhere and write a fucking check. Fucking donate your money. Chrissy Teigen said she was donating $100,000 to bail the protesters out and somebody got mad at it and she was like, make it 200 then. <laughs> if you're not going to take your ass outside, open your fucking pocketbooks. And I don't even think, I really believe in my heart of hearts, y'all shouldn't have to open your checkbooks because y'all should be taxed at such a rate to where we don't have to depend on your donations. But since we do, Open the fuck up, girl. Somebody challenged Drake to make a $400 donation. That nigga made a $100,000 donation. He said, what y'all not going to do is have me out here like Virgil. I'm not even going <laughs> to pretend like $400 means something to me. Let me go ahead and throw six figures on the Amex right quick so y'all understand. Just shut the fuck up and open your purse if you're not going to come yeah. down here and put your life at risk. You know why you're not protesting? Because the police are out there and don't give a fuck about you and they will bash your goddamn head open. They will shoot sure rubber will. bullets at your eye, bullets at your eye, and have you fucking blind. They blinded a 21-year-old white boy. You think they won't blind you? They don't give a fuck. Not to mention, coronavirus is still dragging her ass all across the country probably outside cackling and niggas are people are outside yelling screaming without mess with mess whatever it's so many people out there you just have to imagine that the virus is going crazy so if you're not going out there and risking your fucking life shut the fuck up spend some fucking money on us and shut the fuck up i have not had my ass outside up to this point because i am terrified of this fucking virus but there is um there is a a vigil tomorrow for Tony McDade and Nina Pop and other black trans people who have been lost to all kinds of violence, police violence, nigga violence, all kinds. Tomorrow, this which is Tuesday, at Stonewall at 630. And I think I'm going to take my ass on out there and do something about it. Because for me, just donating is fine. Like donating is great. And I love giving my money to these causes, but I need y'all to see my face. I need to go out there and make sure people know that this shit, black liberation is important enough for me to die behind it. It is. Yeah. It's important enough for me to die behind it. I would rather die a real nigga. I would rather die a real nigga than go out like one of these fucking coon ass simps. I would, I don't give a fuck. I do not. And speaking of all of that, this situation with George Floyd. I think it's different this time solely because white people had so many minutes to watch the life drain out of a black man's face. And because we are, well, not solely it's that. And it's also because we are living in an age where this president simply doesn't give a fuck. And he can tell his followers to just fucking kill us all. And mm-hmm. we are also dealing with this virus, which has caused yep. incredible economic strain. So many layers of tired. People don't have once. shit else to lose. They don't have shit mm-hmm. else to lose but their lives. And what is the point of your life when nobody cares enough to make sure that you can live it? So to the city coroner who lied about George Floyd and his autopsy, saying that he had underlying health issues, And those caused his death as opposed to the blatant asphyxia that everybody saw on camera 
bitch, fuck you. His family, thankfully, had an independent autopsy done, which told the truth, as we all know, because it doesn't take a fucking genius to know that if you fucking put your if you kneel on a person's neck for several minutes, they will lose the blood and oxygen to their brains. It don't take a lot to realize that. But as we see the people in charge come together to take care of the police, to take care of the system, to take care of the structure before they give a fuck about the rest of us. Whoever this coroner is was willing to risk their job, their professional reputation, everything else to protect the police. Why? Ask yourself that shit. Because the system is built to make sure that that kind of shit happens. That's what I'm saying. Like, (sighs) this is, it's so deeply rooted. Like, the whole country was built within and on top of racism. Well, underneath racism, really, if you want to, like. But it's got to be some shit where we really just start over. And that's the thing. I think that really threatens this country and the racists within it. Like, it's not even like niggas are like, everybody get out of the way. This is our motherfucking country now. And you will all, like, we don't even approach Black Lives Matter from a supremacist standpoint. It's literally stop killing us. Right. Stop that's killing it. us. That's it. That's it. Like, it's So not- it shouldn't even be anything fucking difficult. It's so basic. Even... Of just give us the same rights, the same respect, have the same approach that you do with white people. You know what I'm saying? We've seen videos of black people in the streets during these protests that have been attacked, people of color, because not all of them black. You know what I'm saying? And I'm seeing clips of, you know, white girls running out of vans and stuff like that. And the cops just sort of ever so slightly doing a brisk walk up to them like hey don't do that hey put that down and they're able to just go on ahead and go on if a nigga was to jump out of that store and the other with something in it with something in their hands it would be you know hell and brimstone fire and all All so i just don't it's like you can't even look at the parallels of these things and and say anything that isn't bullshit if you're if you're disagreeing with with what we're saying, you know, with what right. the movement is all about. It's it's that's the frustration behind it is that there are so many people who have arguments and things like that for the enemy. And it's just like <laughs> like how how can you justify George Floyd's death? How can you justify Breonna Taylor's death? Like, how? How? You how can you, you read even the basics, like the like the bare minimum of of information about these stories, and really have an excuse for it? Unless you just want to maintain the system that's in place in this country because yep. it benefits you. Like I said, ain't no thief finna look at somebody and be like, "Hey, can I have my stuff back?" Or even just half of my stuff? And be like, <laughs> "Sure." Like. <laughs> It doesn't work like that, girl. That's not going to happen. So this shit really, ha- it has to be like, on some, you know, like when the store is closing for good and they put that sign and says everything must go. Mm-hmm. Everything must go. Like everything yeah. got to just 
be uprooted and we have to start putting things in place for this country that is going to sincerely serve everyone in the right ways. And until then, we ain't never going to stop fighting. We ain't never going to stop chanting. We ain't never going to start writing slick shit on poster boards and cardboard and all that kind of shit. And we're going to be on your ass every single way. If not in the streets, in your pockets or out of your goddamn pockets, because I'm all for defund police. And you know what I'm saying? On your phone lines, in your inboxes, all of those things. It's never going to stop. And like I said, I don't understand why y'all motherfuckers ain't tired. It's simple. Stop fucking killing us. Stop killing us. Stop making sure that the scale is so unevenly sitting. Like, it's just so unbalanced. And that really, it's not even just about keeping us underneath y'all as much as it is exterminating us. Like, we're done. The whole thing is finished. And this motherfucking... Oh, this white head in the White <laughs> House. <laughs> like I hate him. <laughs> I just oh, like I know that he gets his rocks off on all of this motherfucking shit, but at the same time, I know how much of a fucking narcissist he is and a sociopath. And all of these reads will boil his blood. He has and re- he has like a ridiculous regime of followers and racists that will li- probably follow him right into the rays of the sun. <laughs> but right at the same time, he's still going to get these motherfucking reads in these hollers. And Absolutely. they will knock the wind off. I mean, the wig off of his fuck ass head. Yep. Fuck Donald Trump. <sighs> fuck the government. Fuck the police. And I'm done. Amen. I just want to say that... Um, Trump has decided that Antifa is a terrorist organization. Um, like, <laughs> which I'm not even going to entertain. Like, Antifa stands for anti fascist. And so the only government that would be threatened by anti fascist is a fascist government. But, you know, also, Antifa might be the white boys who are out causing trouble rioting and looting and shit like that really starting the shit i don't know if it's antifa i don't know if it's right wing white people who were paid to be there i don't know what it is what i know is that the shit is just a little bit too fucking convenient when they all of a sudden it's piles of bricks and shit just sitting on the sidewalk waiting for people to start looting but what i will say is even if you aren't antifa please know that antifa to donald trump will mean anybody who opposes donald trump yeah It will mean anybody who goes against him. Remember the black extremist shit, black identity extremists or whatever that he tried to pull. Yes. Way back. And it was like DeRay Mm. and a bunch of other niggas where he put, he had them put on this list, black identity extremists. Yes. Cause I bought the fucking hoodie. This is going to be that. Anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Same. But anybody who goes out and protests Donald Trump will be considered Antifa. So just know that. Just understand that when he's talking about them people, he's also talking about you. Even though you might have no idea what Antifa is, never been to a meeting or nothing else, he's talking about anybody who opposes his fucking dictatorship. And absolutely, I believe that there are people planning motherfuckers. I saw a video earlier today of some black girl who looked like she was legitimately ready to drag somebody out of their white ass car Mm -hmm. because they just like handed a brick to some black kids or some black men and then were ready to drive off. And she came up to that motherfucking car so quick and was like, I will whoop your ass out here if you don't go the fuck home. Period. Like, don't come out here starting shit knowing that we're going to be blamed for it. 
knowing that we're going to be the ones to catch the heat for it. But also, fuck America and everything this bitch stands for. So there is also that. Tamir Rice and Ayanna Jones should have turned 18 this year. Did you know Tamir Rice and Ayanna Jones' birthdays are within one month of each other? No. One born in June and one born in July of 2002 and both murdered by the fucking police. Them kids should have turned 18 this summer. Junior or senior year in high school. They should have been alive. They should have been able to grow up. They should have been able to experience shit and they couldn't. And that's just two names of the countless so please don't talk to me about the fucking police or anything else. I care about us. And that's it. Well, um, I think that <laughs> probably wraps up our show. Yeah, that should probably be enough. Uh, check us out at thisistheread.com, our website. Um, we are also on social media at this is the read all over um, different social media sites. And don't forget to check out our sponsor thread up. You can save on your closet and all the things you need because all of that is so much easier. Now with thread up, they are the largest online thrift store with up to 90% off your favorite brands. You can get an exclusive offer of 30% off your first order. When you go to threadup.com slash read that's T H R E D U P.com slash R E A D for 30% off your first order today. Terms to apply, but go check them out. And yeah, this was long. I don't even know if we're going to be able to upload it. <laughs> Dwayne might be like, what the fuck did you niggas do? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the way you'll be like, yeah, really, nigga? I definitely <laughs> didn't expect it to be this long. But no, me either. It had to be no said. So, you know, anything else, friend, before we get out of here? No, just everyone be safe. Um, do your best. Breathe. Make sure to still sort of like make sure that your mental health is in the right place and that you get the rest that you need and stuff like that so that we are still in in fighting shape when we need to and we can do the things that we need to be doing yes um and other than that you know i love being black i'm always going always love being black. always 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 you can't tell me shit and, about niggas <laughs> yeah like you said i you pointed out something i exactly was going to say i don't know if it's if it's like a mixture of this absolute dingleberry of a president <laughs> on top of this virus, other virus running rampant all over the planet that has already had us tired for weeks and weeks. And then just yet another black body we have to see be killed. Um, that really couldn't even just be the what I mean, like, well, of course, wasn't even the the only name. Like, there are already new names coming out, and more people that are being killed in protests or going missing. All this other shit is just so exhausting. But more and more people are being, you know, are showing that they're fed up, and I feel good about it. Like I said, it doesn't. I know that Donald Trump and whiteness overall is going to fight extra, extra extra hard yep. to keep shit fucked for as long as possible but i feel like this is different somehow and that makes me feel kind of good so <sighs> you know i yeah. think so too it's hard for me to get my hopes up but i certainly do hope that now we finally see the change that my grandma and them was talking about and that she sadly never got to see yeah i'm not keeping my hopes up too high for this particular thing because we already know how this should be going but exactly I feel like the more people 
fight and the more that these things are amplified, the more that we have chances to reach out to people or to touch people, to affect some people. And like I said, I feel like a lot of them are going to be younger folk, but um, mm-hmm. that in itself to me is, it, it, it aids in my like mental stability. Because yeah. I feel like maybe I'll be old and gray and at Shady Pines, but at some point, I think that we'll get it the fuck together. You know, I truly hope so, friend. But in the meantime, black people, take care of yourselves. Do some deep breathing, meditate, journal, cry, scream, do whatever you need to do to deal with this and to stay alive. And we'll see y'all next week if the Lord say the same. Yes. Amen. Emmy Award winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway. And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.